<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? This is Brett Goldstein. Holy shit. One of my favorite episodes in recent memory. I, I just, you're going to hear. I fucking love this chat, and I love this guy, and I love Ted Lasso. And we even joke, what is the point of promoting a show that everyone's going to watch anyway? So we just put that aside, and I talk to this man, and he's hilarious, and I think we're friends now, and I'll keep you posted on our burgeoning, burgeoning, blossoming, blossurgeoning, oh God, edit this out, just kidding, leave it in, Katie, our friendship, I'm so stoked for you to hear this, it's giddy, it's funny, it's silly, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're here. And if you want to support the show, try a Pete's Pick. This is how we keep the lights on, but it's always with products that I actually use and absolutely love, like my Made in Pops Pans. Made in produces professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. They source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Every morning, I'm using almost exclusively my, meaning I have other pots and pans, but I like my maiden pot, my pan, so much that I cook things that it might even be too big for because I love it so much. It's a nonstick pan. I cook everything in this bad boy. Not only is it the best nonstick pan I've ever had, not only is it chemical-free, meaning nothing nasty is getting into my food or my daughter's food or Valerie's food, not only does it clean super, super easy, not only does the heat distribute so evenly, everything is cooked perfectly, not only does it go easily from the stovetop into the oven, no problem, and not only does it look fucking fantastic, I'm adding the F word to this ad. It looks fucking fantastic and professional. It didn't cost an arm and a leg. If you, like so many of us, got into cooking even more than you already were into cooking during the pandemic, upgrade your food game by upgrading your cookware game. If you're serious about cooking, you should invest in your kitchen tools. That seems like it should go without saying, but it doesn't. People don't know. It's going to up-level your whole kitchen and dinner and breakfast, and I'm going to throw in lunch experience. Their cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs. I tried their nonstick pan. Like I'm saying, it's my only pan now, and I love it so, so much. Their cookware distributes the heat evenly, as I mentioned. Goes right into the oven, as I mentioned. Their knives, incredible. Fully forged, perfectly balanced, and stay sharp. They have 32,000 and growing five-star reviews. And their products are used by some of the world's best chefs and at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. So made in, if you're cooking, and if you want to support this show... Let's marry those two ideas. This is better cookware for better meals. Right now, Maiden is offering weirdos 15% off. 15% off your first order with promo code WEIRD. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Maiden products. So go to madeincookware.com slash weird and use promo code WEIRD for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com slash weird. And be sure to use promo code WEIRD at checkout for 15% off. I am cooking even more now because I'm cooking with the proper proper cookware. 
and it makes the whole experience more fun, better tasting, better, better. I'm just going to say it's better, better. Speaking of high quality products that don't cost an arm and a leg, I'm shaving. I'm shaving my face. I'm Lithuanian. I'm fair. I don't grow a big thick one, (laughs) but I do shave. I got to shave. And when I'm shaving, I'm using Harry's. Harry's has been a Pete's pick many times over the years. I'm so thrilled that we're that we're working together because you, my friends, listening should not have to choose between a great shave and a fair price. Now that you can actually enjoy being outside this summer, a clean-shaven look is sounding even more appealing. I can definitely echo that. It's fun to dress up now that we can and go out and it's fun to shave your face. Or if you're Valerie, shave your legs with Mahari's blade because she's doing it because it's the best. It's the best razor, and that's where our friends at Harry's come in. I love new blades. I hate paying for fucking. I'm swearing in the ads this week. Going to CVS and having to get the clerk or the cashier come out from behind the cashier desk and get the special key like I'm going into a jewelry case to get me overpriced and not that great blades. I can't stand it. And now because of Harry's, they come directly to my door. I get a comfortable glide. I love the the weight and the heft of the handle. It's a simple design. It doesn't look like it's a, a, a car from Tron. It just looks like a good German engineered blade having affordable, high-quality razor that I have come to swear by for many years. And we have a special offer for weirdos. You can redeem a Harry's trial set when you go to Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash weird. Harry's delivers a close, comfortable shave at a fair price, still as low as $2 per blade. Take that, CVS jewelry case blades that aren't as good and cost, what, 20 times more? Harry's blades are designed to stay sharp. In fact, in a recent study, guys who shave four times a week said their eighth shave was as smooth as their first, and there's no gimmicky features. Harry's design team combined a weighted ergonomic handle with their signature German-engineered blade cartridge for a smart, simple razor designed to deliver a close shave along the contours of your face. Plus, fair prices, Harry's Blades are crafted in their very own German factory. That's right. They bought the factory after finding the best craftsmen. And to seal in that relationship, they locked in the factory. That means they're controlling their means of production and focusing on the most important razor features that allows Harry's to set reasonable prices. Again, it's unbelievable. $2 per blade refill, and you got 100% satisfaction guarantee. Harry stands behind the quality of their blades so much they offer a money-back guarantee on harrys.com. So, Harry's is giving their best offer to You Made It Weird weirdos. Harry's customers, new Harry's customers, can redeem a starter set. Get a five-blade dope-ass razor with a weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blades when you're on the go. That's a $13 value for what? Three bucks. There's truly never been a better time to try and get with Harry's. So go to harrys.com slash weird to try Harry's today and show your support of this podcast. Last but not least, you guys know this by now, but one of the best and easiest ways to show your support 
of this podcast, which means so much to us, is to go over to livinglibations.com and get yourself some skin care, some hair care, some dental care, or some baby care. Living Libations is a mindful and deliberate wonderful, natural skin, beauty, hair, teeth, care company that I have been exclusive. Top to tails, we are a Living Libations family because years ago I realized I was being careful about what I put in my body. Like so many of us are realizing what we put in our body affects our health, affects how we feel. But I wasn't being careful about what I was putting on my body. And of course, what we put on our body gets in our body. So, I was I was so happy when I found Living Libations because I want to eat food where I recognize the ingredients and there is no reason for your skincare to not be the same. And it took me a while to figure out that just because you spend a lot of money on a face cream or a shaving gel or a, a soap or a shampoo, just because it's expensive doesn't mean this corporation gives a, a, a shit. I'm swearing in the ads today. It, they don't give a shit about you. They're just mindless corporations. They just want money. So they slap a fancy French name on it and they, they fill it with chemicals linked to toxicity levels never intended to, for humans getting into your bloodstream, getting into your body. Screw that. Screw that noise. I, I started my Living Libations journey with their ginger exfoliating scrub, which is not only made with plants and oils and extracts that I recognize as real and natural, but it's also the most badass exfoliant I've ever used in my life. I, I exfoliate with that before I shave, which is a huge game changer, makes for a 10 times uh, smoother shave. Uh, if you exfoliate before you shave. And when I shave, I use Zen Shave, which is a, their shaving balm, which is so clean and natural and moisturizing, you can actually use a dab of it as an aftershave. Try doing that with some anonymous neon green blue, <laughs> blue goo that you shoot out from a pressurized can. It's not going to work. Plus, at night, both Val and I use their Best Skin Ever moisturizer, which smells great, feels great, leaves your skin looking happy and healthy and glowing. And we use that before bed. Of course, it's going to be happy and healthy and glowing because you're not putting weird... 19 consonant chemicals on your face before bed. So counterintuitive. So, whatever your skin needs, face, body, eyes, teeth, baby care, I promise you Living Libations has a premium, natural, wonderful product to replace the chemical nightmare they're selling at 7-Eleven. So, you can get lots of stuff. You can get a little thing. If you just want to show the show some love, I promise you they'll they'll have uh, the Neem Caroli gum drops. They're uh, drops that you rub into your gums for gum health. That's something that I use and I love. Just get that. Use the Go to livinglibations.com, promo code WEIRD. You'll get 20% off, something small, something big. It just shows uh, these companies that these ads work and that the listeners uh, like supporting the show, and it helps us out. And you'll be doing your skin and your health and your family a favor. So check them out. Those are the Pete's Picks. I love them. And I love this conversation. I'm very excited. You guys are about to enjoy the wonderful From Ted Lasso Season 2, streaming now on Apple, as if you weren't watching it already. Here is the incomparable, the hilarious, Brett Goldstein. Get into it. Hi. Brett. Hey, how are you? Good to see you in real life. Yeah, he listens to the podcast. I sort of... You listen to his? I love it. What's it called? Films to be buried with. Films to be buried with. Oh, you're a, film, you're a cinephile? Yeah. Oh, boy. I could use some new ones. Everyone could. Everyone loves movies. Um, well, welcome. This is the couch. Feel free to, just because you've heard the show, feel free to comment on how many uh, empty bottles are in the bottom of the sauna. Or well, I realized, that, 
you're already filming, recording, recording. Of the show. But this is your episode. It's not like a gotcha thing. We can we can start now if you'd prefer. I mean, the first bit was pretty bad where I said hello to Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really bad first impression. You didn't you like it. Were, you probably would have. I seem too accessible, I think. I think so, yeah, too. Well, yeah, it. look at how smiley you are. Should I, can I take off my shoes? Of course. Look at how I'm sitting. We're yeah. sitting like uh, sorority <laughs> sisters. <laughs> <laughs> your hair, we, I'm going to braid your hair. We're going to have a lovely time. Oh, you're going to wind me up? Braids. Braid? Braid. I thought you said braise, and I thought it was British for like another way of saying wind you up or take the piss. I'm ready to go. I'm not gonna make fun of your hair. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were going to, because here I am. I'm pointing out what's different about you is yeah. you're very. Who cares? Let's not even talk about Ted Lasso. That's you have care. nobody cares. A lot of people care, <laughs> but they can listen to you on any other show. Yeah, exactly. Let's have a real fun Let's chat that you love. Yeah. But I will say that you're you're much. You're so smiley. Yeah, I'll, I'll smile. Get out of here. Let me, I'll tell you what we will do, though, is I will turn off my phone, because otherwise that's going to be a thing. I understand. And that's Are you in the middle you. of it? It's Are you just you. getting carted around? I'll be honest with you. This thing... Let me just sort this out, because you don't want this on the... I mean, you're not going to edit this out, either. I know this. We're I know not. Show well enough I like that, this. That this sort of... On Comedians in Cars, I always edit out what they order, and I'm like, yeah. that's all I want to know. How do they order? What do they order? Why are the waiters not looking at the camera the whole time? Why is everyone ready to be on TV? Thank you, Brett. If you watch, okay. So sometimes I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I still why do they go hit oh, it? Why don't we stop here? And then it's like all set up, and there are cameras everywhere. I think it is real. You don't think it's real? No. I think no. the cameras go, run in. What? So they go. Let's go here, and then they stand still for twenty minutes. Well, what? I don't think it's lit. Katie has an opinion. They're empty. What is? They're empty. The restaurant. And Millie's is not like an empty place. So I'm. You see, this is one of the ways I I know. You're so funny. You've killed me twice. (laughs) You've made made TV. The word made is in italics in the script. (laughs) You've made TV. You've made TV. I fall for it. Ah! (laughs) Incredulous. It's true. Yeah. I fall for it all the time. You yeah, know how you want to get me? That's a set. Like uh, here's yeah. a Ted Lasso. That's fair. Is is the the obviously the locker room is a set? Yeah. And but, but if you, know you said I was wrong, tell Richmond. Me. What is Richmond? The place where they walk around outside. That's real, of course. That's real. But right. the pub, the outside of the pub. And is by the real. way, I've watched the whole show twice. Oh. So it was Richmond. The pub. Richmond is the field. No, Richmond. Well, is Rich- the pub is everywhere. But oh, when, Richmond they're, is when Richmond. they're walking about outside, I understand. The and the pub is real. In the interior, and then of the, the interior is a fake set that is exactly a replica of the real. We interior. did that on HBO's Crashers all the time. We I would understand. It. we would shoot the pilot, and Artie's apartment was an actual apartment in New York, and then it's money. It's right. cheaper to build a replica of the apartment than to pay the people who own that apartment. I mm. have to imagine what is a huge fee. Mm. And by the way. Well earned. Have you ever? I'm sure you have many times on a practical location. No yeah, matter how yeah. much stuff they lay on the floor, something's mm. going to get dinged or winged. It's just like a crazy You're way right. to make. And you can't stop at any point. Jerry Seinfeld might show up with a comedian and say, "Let's stop here for a bit." And you're <laughs> oh like, "I can't believe they didn't God. plan this ahead." We're you filming. Are divine. <laughs> so funny. Okay, you're on comedians and cars. Yeah, I'm, and you are a stand-up comedian. I didn't know sure. that. 
I should have done more research, but I I re, I forget. I watched all of Ted Lasso. Listen, you did your bit twice. You did your bit. I did my bit. Yeah. More. I've had wonderful chats with less prep. Yeah. Meaning, I wouldn't have even seen your show. You but I've seen every episode of your show twice. You don't want to be over prepped. I actually don't. The surprise of that's what I'm saying. Oh. Your Wikipedia page has no personal life section. I'm very very private. Oh. Why should anyone know anything unless they come to a stand-up gig? I'll tell you everything. Oh, I see. I thought I was like, let's fix it. And you're like, no, I'm going to give you nothing. You get nothing. I'll get nothing? No, of course. We'll get, you get a bit. I'll, get a, I'll just get the right amount yeah. to keep people listening. <laughs> but you were about to tell me how it is. You're, are you getting through the, the ringer of press? Because it's the worst, right? Is there a black car waiting for you right now? It is. It is. You look, you're a man who talks about gratitude a lot. I've been doing this for a while. I've been in this game a while. <laughs> right? But this is far and away. This is a miracle. It's a miracle. Ted Lasso is a miracle. It's a miracle. And it feels like that. a Christmas miracle, it's too. A Christmas it's like a miracle. sweetie. It's like a sweet cake mm. miracle. But it's a hit yeah. in a time with no hits. You can't make hits. There's no hits. What's a hit? I don't even consider Game of Thrones a hit. It's not a hit. I consider it like a weird, like, juggalo community. Yeah. There's some people that really love it, but I didn't watch it. Not a hit. A lot of people say things like, I've not watched Game of Thrones. They know what it is. That's right. They're not watching it. Guess what everyone seems to say? I've seen Ted Lasso. And I love Ted Lasso. Here's the new sociopath test. (laughs) Did you not like Ted Lasso? (laughs) And if you circle yes, you're yeah. circling it in your own blood. Yeah. Or the blood of a... I don't want to say what I was going to say. You can say, say it. I was going to say a small dog. And that's okay. Just like a horrible person. I, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, no, but I meant a horrible person. Can I, I say me. for the listener? Yeah. I, I'm a fan of Pete's podcast, and we all know he struggles with the dog. And, and, and he blamed it on trauma and childhood things. That's right. Having met the dog, it's nothing to do with his past. The dog's a dick. <laughs> The dog's hard work. I love dogs. And I was like, oh, this dog. I realized Pete's been spending too much on therapy. Just admit the dog's a shit. Oh, my God. And it's okay. You Would put, you say free. keep it crispy? We're done. That's it. <laughs> and it's, it'll, it'll be the one that I always recommend. Which one should I listen to? Brett Goldstein. Okay. Get it into crispy. it. Keep it crispy. Get right out of here. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's important to see that from an outsider's point know, of view. I know. Because I do walk around yourself. with a lot of guilt going like I'm yeah. a bad person. No, I don't, that's a bad dog. I, that dog was, uh, he can be lovely, but like you saw hey, how he fit. is five, six times a day. It's a fit dog. It's a good looking dog. But yeah. look, you know, it needs yeah. to develop a personality because looks can only get you so far. That's right. Let's work on that person. Yeah. I'd rather the personality of a really fat dog with one, like, one missing foot. Oh, really oh, loves he knows time. how to lick but kind of a dry lick he's gonna hug you Ooh. he's gonna lay on top of you with yes. one of his he's watching videos of cats to learn how to snuggle he, he's, he sidles up to you and he goes shall we give Game of Thrones a try people keep talking about it <laughs> you're, I, like, you're like a breath taker you take the breath I don't laugh I just go like look at it go not you it <laughs> <laughs> the thing the thing you're harnessing, I go, look at it go. The British thing that has crawled into our house. Yeah. That, uh, I thought you were going to say your skill is a British thing. Because <laughs> you know what a bit is that I've always wanted to try? Go on. Western, uh, I guess we'll just say Western people, but I mean Amer- North American people mm-hmm. are so wowed by British people. Yeah. And I'm like, in Britain, this is just a basic bitch. <laughs> right? 
Like somebody's like, that's daft. And we're like, oh my God. You don't give a shit about this guy. Yeah, the daft guy. I think some of your basic bitches come here to be like, are you having a go? And we're like, I want to suck this guy's dong. (laughs) He calls it a, I don't know. I'm going to tell you a secret. His knob end. I can't name the show. There's a show in England that is as bad as... No disrespect. Bell End. Sunset Beach. Okay. Right? Yeah, bad show. The Bell Ends from British Sunset Beach. <laughs> Bell End. Came to Hollywood. That was a Bell End. And went to like, Yes and Bell End. Ah! Hit it. You got it. <laughs> I, now we're playing footsie. I can't believe you got that joke. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, Bell End. You got Bell End. <laughs> one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. I'm sorry. I'm just instantly friends with you. God Keep bless going. You. God love you. The British people come. They go into casting directors and meetings, and they go, "I'm in this show in Britain," and they talk like this, and they say, "It's a daft show, and it's called Sunset Beach." But but because they're British, and they doesn't that show That's isn't right. on here. That's right. People think they're in fucking. That's right. Shakespeare. That's they right. think they're in the British Wire, and all of those people have acting careers in LA. I'm telling you, when you see wow. these people, you're like, are you fucking kidding me? It would be this like... This is the shittest show. Yep. How are, and all of them successful. And I say, good luck to them. And that is brilliant because you... Yeah. You did say, it. You figured it out. Come Look, to if there was not, if there was a lie. Exactly. If I could go to... It, it doesn't go the other way. I can't go yeah. to Great Britain and be like, hello. Yeah. What? You guys have nacho cheese? Yeah. Nobody goes like, look at that angel. No, people go drag him around the back. That's right. him to death. And yes. I don't know why. It's not very nice. We don't, they don't like... Well, is that true? Yeah. Not, certainly not charmed. No, very... We're rare. charmed. Yeah. We're why? about it. Remember in Love Actually? Of course you do. You watch it every morning sure. to remember yourself. That's my mantra. <laughs> Love is actually... <laughs> That's the full title. That's the full all around. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. I feel it in my fingers. You remember? Yeah, I remember. I that guy has I the didn't same tell thing you to stop. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even feel stop. But I was like, yeah. stop. I have a thing with accents. I mirror whoever I'm talking to, yeah. and I do like British culture, so I'm very tempted to not. I'm not going to do the accent, but I'm you really kind of like, like, I know. I wanted to call your cell phone a mobile. I just wanted to. That's really, that's generous and kind. Is it? You know, in some places, if you go to Spain and you can do like five words, they yeah. go like, he's making an effort. He's I making an effort. It. Yes. Okay. Encontado. Encontado. Chalupa. <laughs> yeah. That's not Spain. Vosotros. Yeah. Vosotros? Vosotros. Yeah. He's making an effort. Vosotros a la playa. We welcome you. Porque la mar está muy frío. Sube la muerte a tu lado. You're going to kill my toilet? I think that means I'm death standing behind you, which is weirdly the only Spanish I know. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to give you a few situations. Okay. We're in a, we're in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I didn't say pub. I'm not a basic. Listen, I'm saying a restaurant. as well as drink. That's right. I eat and I drink. Yeah. And we're in a restaurant. Okay. And people hear me. I'm like, I'll have the mm-hmm. steak. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking? I hear you order a steak. Mm. I'll have the steak. I go, who's that? Yeah. What is a, what, what would you, what, what the average? Honestly, yeah. honestly, honestly. And yeah. this isn't you. This is a yeah, ge- no, it's ge- okay. generalization. That's what we want. I'm just standing in for Here's the what average. happens. Yeah. British people in a restaurant, you, and as an American, we're assuming are going to be much louder than anyone else in the room, right? Of course. So we're having a quiet 
sort of repressed British. We don't fucking talk. We don't express emotion. And we're having our dinner. And we're angry, but we're quietly angry. And we're having our angry By dinner. the way, yeah. I feel like I can pick up on it because I'm, fr- I'm because I'm Christian. Yes. And I'm waspy. Yeah. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Thank you. I can, just in case. Just in case this is inclusive chat. No, no, you guys probably made up wasp. What am I saying? We, I don't know. That's, we are the wasps. That's yours. You're the wasps. Didn't yes. we come here and go, yeah, this is how you'll behave now? That's right. For a bit. Well, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying when I watch British people mm-hmm. having a chin wag, mm-hmm. I go, I feel the tension. Yeah. Because that's, that's how we communicate attention. We're not a bunch of Bill Burrs in my family that go, shut the fuck up! Shut up! We're going like, oh, mm. you're on Ted Lasso. Mm. Good for you. Oh, and you know wow, underneath, yes, you yeah. know underneath is, you cunt. eat a cook, you cunt. Sorry, I'm not preface that. I understand. I, I, no, I, I know. Don't in say Britain, it. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. And you say minge, it all the time. Your minge is not your cunt. Is it means is you can't. It is. But you can't is not a can't. You can't is not saying right. you can't. That's right. Saying, be a because here we are. I'm enjoying the bubble of safety of Britain. Yeah. And I just said can't. And if I said can't on any other episode, I'd be like, <gasps> and here we are. Just a couple of cunts. Just a couple of cunts. Just a couple of cunts. I don't know why it's a big deal. Here. Sorry you chose to play this episode in your coffee shop over the loudspeaker. Yeah, yeah. You're a cunt. Oh, welcome to the spiritual <laughs> show. <laughs> you made it real with Pete Oates. I'm your host. I'm here with this cunt. Look, here's what happens. And the reason I'm sort of, we've got to get it out there, is we're in this restaurant, right? And I'm having yeah. chat. British people, we're having chat, chat, chat. We're fucking, yeah, this, this, this. And we hear American guy loudly ordering. Yeah. Do you have what, A1 sauce? Yeah, this is what's happening. Who's this cunt? Yeah, of course. That's all it That's needs. That's all that's happening. That's all it needs. Because everyone knows who this cunt is. Yes, the and you just need to acknowledge it. Yeah, it's like smelling a fart in an elevator. Can I check in where I go with this c word being? Yeah, Katie. Contextu- contextually, 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 the context. You, uh, joking is all about context. It's contextually, uh, bell and contextually, <laughs> intention and context. In, in, in we used to do that in, in junior high. We go, twat. I can't hear you. And don't worry, I'll finger it out. That's what I like we would say. It. It's all right. Is it true that the the Brits love wordplay a little bit more than we do? I. It's hard I to think. Say. It's hard to. Say. Well, you're a stand-up. Can you? You? I'm assuming you don't do wordplay. Oh, I hate wordplay. Yeah, just like. But the average. I. I. But but everyone is different, right? Do you say average you show or is it average, Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> Who's we say? Who's our average? Joe Bloggs. Is that a guy? Oh, taking this off because it's vibrating. Uh, what's vibrating? I thought this turned it off. What is it? It's my Apollo. It's a wearable. Here's what I find interesting about stand-up. Tech. You tell me this. Mm. There are things some stand-ups can do and some can't. And an audience will... For example, there was a guy in England. I won't name him. He's a very, very good stand-up. Excellent stand-up. But he looks like a professor. He's got glasses and he's tall. He sort of has the look of a teacher. And he's very clever, and his stuff is clever, and he's brilliant. One of the greats. He did a show about sex, about his sex life with his ex. It was a really, really good show. Technically, very funny, good jokes and stuff. People didn't like it because they were like, I don't like you talking about sex. I get it. Because you're our professor. Yeah. Anyone else, someone else could do that same show, and it would be amazing. It isn't that you're offending us. It's that we don't like you doing sex stuff. I'm going to join you. 
Got it. Anthony Jesselneck. Yes. Uh, who else? Not so much. Uh, what's the What's the British one? The British Anthony Jesselneck. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Now you're going to laugh why I said not so much. Um, and then there's um, who's the other one? There's another Jesselneck kind of guy. I'm embarrassed. I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. They're all good looking. Right. They're all good looking. Right. They're all well dressed, good looking, and they get up and they're like, "How many dead babies?" You know what I mean? And you're just like, and we go like, "That's okay," because he's a babe. And not to make you uncomfortable, you have the look that you could get up and be really filthy. But if I do it, it's not the same. Hey, you don't want a wet, clammy Lithuanian being like dead babies. Like we want you to go that because we go look at this guy. He's already ahead because he's handsome, hmm. and he's handicapping himself. And what? Actually, that's a bad theory. What do you think it is? Well, I got two things to say. One is your dog is an Anthony Jesselnik character. Because the dog is fit. It's a good-looking dog. Yeah, but he's but a he's, shit. he opens his mouth and he's like, I kill babies. That's right. Secondly... My dog is now renamed Jesselneck. <laughs> Secondly, you've come in. I'm not good-looking. I can't talk about sex. I, I watch you talk about sex. I do talk about sex. I'll get... Yeah, I'll get a boner. You talk about sex. <laughs> Hilarious. I... Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I just mean like the real hardcore guys. I talk about sex, but I mean mm-hmm. the real guys that are going to be like... Yeah, you, and then she died from Alzheimer's is the punchline. And you're like, wow. But if you're like a yeah, real no. babe, for some reason, we're like, not for some reason, like I don't get it. I'm just saying when a short, bespeckled, kind of off-centered mm-hmm. looking man goes on stage, he sort of, traditionally speaking, mm-hmm. has a different menu than the tall, good-looking fit guy yeah and sometimes the tall good looking fit guy tries to do the self-deprecating or the everyman and everyone's like stop it come on you're too fit for this you're too fit for this that's a good name for a tour <laughs> too fit, too fit, for, fit this. for this the too fit for this tour. too fit for yeah that's what it is <laughs> yeah okay but here's mm-hmm. my here's the thing here's the it's interesting we're all, we're all three-dimensional people. You wanna, you're a stand-up. You're an artist. You want to explore all the sides. Right. You want to be able to say, I want to talk about shit that you might like, not like me talking about. Right. This guy was very frustrated. He was like, I, this is the stuff I've been going through. That's what I want to talk about. The professor guy. The professor guy. Right. And I, I got it. I was His like, ex, It was the show called His Ex-Life. Yeah. I want to talk about my ex-life. It was basically. Mm. Bet, better title. <laughs> bit of wordplay. Sell some tickets. Buns and seats in it. <laughs> his his ex-life. It's not a good title. <laughs> not bad. It's not terrible. It's, but he couldn't do it he couldn't because do it. he looked like a professor. And it felt sad. And I thought, I wonder if there's a way around it. But what I've discovered as a stand-up is I can't tell jokes. People won't. People will not accept me. I can write jokes. Really? But people will not accept me telling a joke as in a one-line. He's a joke. It's got to be true, personal Really? Stuff. If I'm going, here's let a me, joke. Let me, let me ask. People go, your, your favorite <laughs> opener... Because yeah. you're coming out, yeah, and I, I don't mean to make you uncomfortable, but when I told Val that you were coming, she started fanning herself. Like I, like I said, I don't, who's sexy? Who's the sexy person? I blanked. I went to Bobby Brown for some reason. Yeah, you would find yourself a bit panicked if Bobby, Bra- Bobby Brown was coming. <laughs> it's going to be, well, he's coming here. Yeah, yeah. What, what time is it? Is he, oh, it's early enough. He'll be all right. <laughs> Bobby Brown's coming over. It's a different kind of fan. It's a panic fan. Why is he coming? What did you do? Are you in 
deep with Bobby Brown? Is Bobby Brown loan sharking you? Help. That is so funny. Okay, she was excited because you're a handsome man. What? And your character is a sexy character. Hmm? Admit it. Uh, you know, Admit not, it. Not to, in my head. But, I, but I, it's kind of you to say. Hit it. Well done. Well played. Thank you. Fair play to you, as the Irish say. Okay. Right? Okay. Do you believe it about that? the globe here? <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> We're so, moving about the globe here. Is the okay. best thing to say <laughs> as I'm ham salad. I'm just serving you ham salad, and you somehow <laughs> made it into filet mignon. It was really just well done. A little garnish up. You did it. Just wash this that. mayo off. <laughs> we can bellend this yeah. premise. That's <laughs> not okay. nice. That is great. Who dis? That's Ryan Gosling. This is all my like. You know what? I'm so glad. Are you married? No. I'm just well. Then you can look forward to if you want. Oh, this to be is where right. all your stuff that you want. Is kept. No. I hear that premise yes. and I deny it. Good for you. Because and you should. when I look at this, this is what I had on the walls yeah. when I was a single man. Yeah. The fuck is this? Oh, you agree. Right. You're like, you're right. It no, shouldn't be in If I yet. said to have you just walked by the light of the sun that yeah. wears a dress in my home named yeah. Valerie. Yeah. If I said I want that in the house, she would should be okay with it. She'd find a way yeah. to make it work. Because we're not like that. No. She's not whipping, cracking the whip and going, I want our house to look a certain way. I don't think she would love it, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a team. We're a yeah. team. I think all this stuff on the wall, the backdrop from the Pete Holmes show, stop it. It's, it's a young man's game. It's the insistence on, like, look at me. I'm cool like Ryan. I had a TV show. I painted a cat wearing a tie. I love True Detective. Like, get over yourself. Like, you need to live for something else. I didn't mind it in my 20s and my early 30s, but now that I'm married, I'm like, fucking thank God we can move on from something other than just what I'm about. Then why keep it? I don't know. Honestly, it could go. I sometimes think about doing a show and going, like, who wants to buy... The Pete Holmes backdrop. The I'd Gosling. The, the backdrop, I think, is cool. Yeah, you've got to keep that. That one's cool. And it also weighs about 5,000 pounds. I hope you do all your, like, Zoom meetings with the backdrop. I should. I do it with the sauna in the back, and that's what everyone goes like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, put that up. I should. That'd and be now, cool. If we get... Oh, I don't even want to say it. What? If, <clears throat> if we're Zooming again. Oh, yeah. Let's not say it. Let's not even say well, it. We could be Zooming just... Just because <laughs> we're, just we're fast friends and we're you live in places. the GB. Where do you live? In the GB. In the GB in, in foggy London? In the yeah. London, yeah. I didn't know that London fog was just smog and horrible pollution and Winston Churchill was being a right twat about it. Nor did I. Really? But I'm here to let. You didn't watch The Crown? No. Yeah, London fog is... I don't think it's ever really foggy in London, is it? Are you telling me, it is, but you're now you're telling me it's like LA smog. I watched The Crown Good and there was... A, Done. You host the podcast. You have it. It's a turnkey operation. Just a Wednesday, and then on Friday, Val will love it. You and Val can have an intimate yeah. chat. I'd enjoy that. <laughs> it's not that hard. I'll give you the ad copy. It's yours. Me undies. Oh my god. Dot com slash Pete. 
Pete's Pete's. It's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. No, it's the word weird. Weird. <laughs> you live in foggy land. Oh, anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fog there was a time that industry was at, it was so high mm-hmm. that the whole – your home city was filled with a black smog that lasted for like – I think it was a month or something. People were dying. It was a whole mask culture. Like, everyone was, like, wearing masks, and everyone was like, the masks don't do shit. Like, it was like a precursor to these times. Mm. It would be, who cares? You already have your films you're watching. You're rewatching Ted Lasso just because you like it. Uh, you don't need to watch The Crown, but it's worth a Google. I just did because watch The Crown. I've seen one episode, and it was very good. Well, welcome to my life, mm-hmm. because why don't I want to watch it more? Every time I watch it, I go... One, mm-hmm. what the fuck is the budget of this show? Agreed. What the fuck is the budget of this show? All of the Netflix subscribers are paying for that show. That And Stranger Things. And yeah. then everything else is a green screen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Not really. But like compared to yeah, The Crown, yeah. it might as well be. It just looks so good. Yeah. And Stranger Things looks really good, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are other ones, but like some shows, not not as good. Yeah. So what is the budget? And also, how the fuck are they doing this? Every episode is like a perfect one-hour movie. Mm. Like, it's it's cinematic. It has all these themes. And at the end, and the acting is superb. And, uh, and it's true. Everything yeah. you Google is true. Winston Churchill burned a portrait someone painted of him. Give it a goog. It's true. <laughs> and they have a photo of it, and it was fucking good. And he oh, was too vain or whatever. Yeah. You watch the episode, you tell me. And then when Val goes, you want to watch The Crown? I'm like, no. <laughs> and every time, it's the same thing, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to throw this to you. What, yeah. what, what is it like for you? For me, it's reading. Every time I sit down and read, I love it. Mm-hmm. Rewarding, wonderful. A bath, a good soak. Maybe I'm reading in the you bath. All of these yeah. things that I know I love, I don't yeah. do. Uh, a oh, hike? Yeah, a hike is great. You look like you do some more hiking than me, though. Hey. Hey, I'm not. A, I'm not a, I'm not a massive hiker. You know what? I like the sea. Oh, like getting the, the fucking sea. And when I'm in LA, he likes the sea. Well, getting the sea, but it's miles away and it's freezing. Yeah. But you never regret getting in it, but it's a bit of a fucking thing getting it's in it. It's the crown. The, the sea that, is the crown. When you're, when you're, hum, when your balls when you're crumb, yeah. gets in the water, that's Why the is that hump. so much? Well, because your balls are like, look at what your scrotum is doing, and I know you feel it. Mm. For everyone. Mmm. Just perfect. Just a well defined comedic perspective. Mmm. I know we shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. While you're using it. <laughs> what it is is for people who don't have balls, mm. not metaphorically, it's like elbow skin. That's part A. It's made from the same skin as your elbow, meaning you can pinch it. And there's not nerve endings in your balls. Not a, it, almost as many as are in your elbows. You mean in the sack? Would you agree? In the, the sack. exterior sack. Not the huevos rancheros. Those, uh-huh. those are Fabergés. Question. Hit it. Think about this a lot. Evolution. Yeah. Why the fuck is the, the off button for a man? The off button. One of this, 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 uh, what's the word? Just, Turn off a man, yeah. kick him in the nuts, yeah. end yeah. game over. He's Could done. there be an easier place to Could kick there be an easier place? It's, it's an it's A-frame. It's on the outside. It's an A-frame. Go it's, in the middle where the two things the middle, meet. And the, and the things, the jewels, yep. are protected by the weakest paper bag. Yep. There's no padding. It w- oh. And it does me. I, I once, by a girl, thought, he thought it was funny 
her name is Lusanne, as I say, because she, she'd enjoy this. She's a comedian. Yeah. At a party, as a joke, flicks me in the balls. I was out for an hour. Yeah, that's right. On the floor. And they couldn't, even if you were an alien, you're a jellyfish. Yeah. But you have extremities. You have two yeah. arms. You're a two-armed jellyfish. And you come to this world and you see a man. Yeah. And you're like, hey, this is threatening. And you had to guess and you picked that spot. I think you would pick that spot because where else? Meaning it's not only is it fragile, it's kind of obvious. It's the only sort of Why? nestled away spot. Where else is it going to be on your knee? It should be under the rib cage. There, of course it should be under the rib With cage. the heart. With the heart. <laughs> Next Why to the heart. isn't it? Why? You're telling me you can't lay the piping from the heart to the ding dong? You can fucking it do. It needs to be right there. You can, you can fucking do heart surgery through someone's thigh. That's right. But you Up can't a little... put a sperm line from the chest to the penis. And why not just have the balls in the shaft of the penis and have them be smaller? Do I need this much Do I need cum? The balls? Did the balls foresee pornography? They're like, they're going to want to shoot ropey blasts. That's what's going to get the clicks. So we don't need just one ball. We need two massive factories of of jizz. Yeah, you know what else? I've just realized. I mean, I'm no expert in all the fetishes in the world. I never heard anyone say, oh, I love looking at balls. Nobody likes balls. There's not even a category in porn. Ball porn. Oh, give me the balls. I want to see the balls. I've never heard man or woman say, he's got lovely balls. I'll get a little more vulnerable. Any, any, anything you could think to do to the balls. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, let's, I'll just name it, Val. Hey, Val. Hey, if Val. If you ever go, <laughs> maybe Pete, bit. Val, get in here. <laughs> First of all, we're talking about why the balls aren't by the heart. Which is brilliant. Why aren't they? And also, that's why everyone, why, why men are all fucked up, because it's so far away from the heart and the balls. They should be next to each other. Yeah, because then it would be linked. And, and it would linked. have so much more meaning when it's like, you're in my heart. You're in my heart. Right by your balls? Yeah. <laughs> right between the two. And that's the sweet Parentheses, Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> balls! <laughs> okay. Yeah. What I was going to say was, there's no tickle, there's no lickle, no. there's no twist, mm-hmm. and there's no tango. No. There's nothing you can do to my scrotum mm-hmm. that I'd go, yeah. Otherwise, I'd be doing it for you to me-self. Okay, and that cockney. <laughs> I'd be doing it to myself. You'd be doing it to me, to myself. No, no, to myself. Oh, right. To myself. To, yeah. <laughs> Let me clear that up for you. <laughs> I would do it to myself. And, I, and when mm-hmm. I'm Jay in it, mm-hmm. I'm not like, let's get the, the fragile, let, let's get the fragilities involved. Yeah. No. Let's get the fucking danger zone out. I don't put it up by the heart. Put it under the ribs next to the heart. Yeah. I used to have a bit about it. The eyes. Put them in the eyes. No. <laughs> You, that's like a David Lynch terrible night dream sequence you open and instead of eyeballs you have balls <laughs> you, you, it's a, you don't wake up that guy why he's sleeping you shake him and he opens his eyes and he has instead of eyeballs he has unprotected veiny scrotums scrotum balls scrotty balls scrotty balls disgusting it seems like something that uh, Guillermo del Toro who listens to this podcast is going to put in Pan's Labyrinth 2 Pan's revenge. <laughs> he's back. He's back. And this time he's got balls for eyes. Oh. Heart? Oh, they're balls in the palm of his hand. Yeah. That guy. But they're balls. Yeah. Um, look. 
we've already had enough laughs. I feel like we've had some insight. So everything else is just gravy. Okay, good. But what were, what were we – oh, I used to have a bit that uh, the eyelid. Yeah. What a nightmare security system Ooh. it was for the eye. Yeah. It's your sight. Yeah. And all you have is a paper thin – it's so thin you can kind of see through it. Light goes through it. There should be something better protecting the eyes, the neck. Everything's in the neck. And the, we spend so much time putting helmets on heads. Head's pretty hard. Head's the, the hardest head's thing. Hard. Head's put, hard. Take some of that, put it on the eyeballs and yeah, the balls just a little bit. and the neck. Just a little. Also, you go. have you ever, ever done paintball? No. I'm the only guy going, do they sell cups? I'd be like, I want two cups. I want two cups. Yeah. I want... Going. Two joining cups. Do they sell cups? No. And you know who's wearing a cup when they're... The but we're talking about an athletic supporter. A, a ball protector. No one. And these people... <laughs> these fucking people. I guess they can't have kids. I don't know. One wayward blue ball in your blue balls. You drop to your knees. Your comedian friend, what was her name? Penelope De La Cruz? Lisa Sanders. One flick and I'm down for an hour. Yeah, paintball. I'm dead. You're dead. I'm You're dead. dead. You know the nausea? You start to kind of feel sick. Eesh. It's not just pain. No, it's, it's like... pain and a problem. It's pain. It's a problem. It's a sort of feeling of existential, like a vacuum of... Yeah. Like, what you know, does anything mean? Like in movies when a bomb goes off and they play the high pitch. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Some people use that as evidence that there's no God. The bulls. Just the flaws in design. Mm. Like, uh, uh, what's her name? Julia Sweeney, in her one-woman show, talked about, like, human beings aren't the most beloved creatures of God, if there was a God, because, like, octopi have way better eyeballs than we do. And, like, she goes through everybody. Mm. And I'm just sort of like, eh, it's sort of boring to me. <laughs> I'm all, but I'm not, star- I'm not starting with the hypothesis God loves human beings the most. No. So she's sort of, it's not, it's not a straw man. That is the belief system of most people. They'd be like, we're, I, I was talking to my, uh, somebody in my extended family about eating meat. I don't eat meat. Who cares? And he was like, why not? And I was like, why, well, why do you eat meat? And he went, well, God gave us dominion over the animals. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know when someone says something and you're just like, it's over. This, yeah, we, yeah, we're, we, we're, we're not talking anymore. Yeah, we don't need to hang out. If there's a better one than God gave us dominion over the animals. That's really good. That's a really good shortcut. (laughs) And I think if you're that sort of person, you should introduce yourself with that line. Okay, cool. And then I can Yeah, that's right. I think God gave us dominion. 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 Who uses dominion? What was he? From the olden days? Well, it's got to be in the OT. Mm. The OT. Okay. Yeah. You're not, you know, have you ever gotten this before? This is so stupid. This is the new version of. I don't know what a set is on a TV show, but you're so convincing on Ted Lasso. I was like, that must be a footballer. I mean, I thought you just were one. I, I you're a writer who got mm-hmm. became an actor. Mm-hmm. I thought they got a, a real athlete to pretend, and yeah. I was like, look at this guy. Yeah. Really, it is look at this guy, but for a different reason. Although you were a performer. Yeah. All, 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 all. Um, again, Are you noticing? Delighted, delighted. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was talking too much, and you're like, "If I just sit here quietly, no, will he no. tell me everything." Uh, delighted. I mean, look, I'm not a footballer. Yeah, I, I mean, I did notice there's not a I'm lot a, of shots of you I'm doing very uh, fancy with your feet. I'm doing. I mean, I'm. I'm. Well, what's funny is when I when I signed up 
when I auditioned and they said, do you play football? And I said, well, I, I mean, I haven't since I was six, but sure. And they said, well, you know, it's not really about football. There won't be much football. That was fucking like so much football. That's so funny. And it got, and more and more football came. I started to be like, I feel like I wasn't, there's, there's quite a lot of football in this. And we had like trainers. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like, I, I, there were often times where I was like, I am quite far out of my depth here. <laughs> on this, on this Is it hard? If I can run. Yes, and that seems to be most of it. That's football. If, from what I can tell from football, is uh, someone kicks that ball, the, mm-hmm. the ball, and you run, and after, you it. run after it, <laughs> and like, but the real it's kicking like of it, it's like fetch, like bend it, like Beckham. Mm. How about run after what be- Beckham bent? Beckham That's bent what, it. Then what are you doing? Run, run. Most run. of us are just chasing what Beckham bent. Yeah, and is what if you look at the percentage of what Beckham is doing, bending it is like one percent. He's barely bending it. He's bending it once, once, <laughs> one in ten times. <laughs> oh, just pure joy. <laughs> I want to give you a compliment. I'm not even in a good mood today. I'm having a great time. But I, like, I don't know if you've ever heard me say this. Uh-huh. I always do the podcast in the morning. Oh, shit. Because by the afternoon, I'm usually, like, running out of oh, shit. enthusiasm. You know, I was on my way here, and I thought, I've listened to this enough. I know sometimes he ain't in a good mood. That's really funny. Sometimes he ain't in a good mood. I don't know which Little punchy. Little punchy. You can be punchy. Do you feel like a mystery to yourself, ever? Yeah. I, 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 I'm a constant disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> what do you because, mean? Well, I mean, you, mean like you, go you go in for a certain bread, and you get a different one? Where you get... Uh, I guess the word is triggered these days. Triggered. But where you get triggered by something and you think, oh, surely I'm past this now. Do you know what I mean? Like, why is Do this? I know what you mean? Yeah. Every day. The humiliation of yeah. like... It's like yeah. having balls in your heart. Yeah. Wait a minute. We do have balls in our heart. <laughs> we do have balls in our heart. That's what the it's like. The balls were in our heart all along. <laughs> these weren't balls. These were decoys. By the way, when you see truck nuts, have you seen truck nuts? They're, it's a fake ball sack you hang on the back of your truck. Okay. I mean, just tell your people to, to, to nuke us and to start <laughs> over. Send over four new Beatles. Yeah, we're back in London going, who's, who's this cunt with the truck nuts? It's got fucking truck nuts. Is it track nuts? So truck it's nut. safe to say there's no truck nuts in Britain. <laughs> Never see the truck nut. <laughs> you've, got, think, you've got guys from America as far as the eye can see oh my nuts. god there's no of course there's no truck nuts I'm just gonna say we cut something out and it's and it was boring <laughs> meaning if you're listening and it's like wow they just clearly just yeah, cut yeah. something it's not for anything good and yeah. the next question I'm gonna say why promote a show that everyone's gonna watch anyway that's why we're not even talking about yeah that's, that's good everyone's gonna watch it yeah they've done enough promotion it's gonna happen but this is one of the things that we talked about in mm-hmm. the, the, the two minutes that we're cutting out is when you were making it, you didn't know you were making a hit. That was For interesting sure. to me. For sure. Because no, how do you make a hit? Because no one knows anything. And it's the same. It's like people who try and make a viral. That's it. You can't make a viral. I'm going to put my dick in a fan. Yeah. And then it's like, that was horrifying, Ed. Here's yeah. some bandages. Yeah, that's horrifying, Ed. And it got 20, 20 likes. That's 20 right. Views. That's right. Happy. And when and when and I've had people say that they were like well, we want a viral video mm. to help promote this and I'm just like what are you talking about I don't understand yeah keyboard cat was the only one by design <laughs> you know what you were saying about 
I think is interesting mm. is about about hacks and crashes. That came up because oh. I was like, but I think unless a, you don't want to talk about no 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 hacks is a hit show. Hacks is a hit show and about stand up. It, it just was, made me take pause and go. That's funny. Uh, I'm very happy with how Crashing did. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I'm like, holy shit, here's another show. So I can't say, well, only a certain number of people care about stand-up because here's Hacks walking through the room like Andre the Giant taking... I think you can look at uh, all Eating watermelons like apples? Yeah, you... (laughs) I think you are part of that. Like, you laid a foundation that it was like, oh, okay, this is stand-up, this is the word of stand-up. So when the next stand-up show came... We're the prequel to Hacks. Yeah, more people were aware of the world, aware of the the thing. I also think timing is the... Timing is everything. The craziest piece. And that's... I'm sure you're going to get this a million times. Ted Lasso came at a time when we needed something nice. Yeah. It's so much more than nice. It's actually loving. But but I I've done shows that I thought were excellent and no one saw like that right. was the wrong and when I look at my career and look at even stand up shows I did in Edinburgh I go like oh I was a this sounds really bad like but like I was a year ahead of in terms of the right. public That's conversation right. That's right like everyone was talking about what I was talking about a year before but it was too soon or it yeah. wasn't people That's right and, and I'm you're a year behind I'm a year behind I'm like yeah, yeah everyone did this last That's time. right. And and, and no, Ted Lasso happened to hit the right spot in the way that Hacks might have timed better. But I also think the history of it all, you're part of Hacks, whether you like it or not. That's really nice. And why I agree with you is mm. everything is part of everything. Yeah. These episodes haven't come out yet, but what I've been tripping out on, like the way you're kind of massaging scratch, massage scratch, that part of your leg, mm. that's how your great, 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 great grandfather did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that... Is true for everybody. So yeah. even if you haven't accomplished anything, I'm talking to the to listeners. That's how you feel. Mm. You're still one of the millions of echoes. Yeah. Like you're a part of this. Like it's like the least lonely thing to consider is to be like even the way that I'm saying to consider. Like I learned that from my culture, from my time, from my friends, from the things I consume, but also the way that my hand bends. That's my great grandmother. Yeah. And you, and you just go like. And they all have, I've said this, I'll say it every time I think of it. I say to Katie, who's had to hear me say it probably three times. <laughs> they have these memories that were imprinted in your cells. Mm. In a sense, you've already died before. Yeah. Like everything that you've done, you've in a sense done already. It's the least lonely thing in the world. You're, not, you're, you're a part of a thing. I love that very much. I have a question for you, and it's something I've talked about on, on my podcast, but I haven't talked about it with you, and I would like to... What's it called? It's called Movies uh, films to be Buried, buried with. with. Films, excuse films. me. Thank edit, you. edit that out. <laughs> uh, it is uh, reincarnation. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so inefficient. Why aren't we born with the thing, the memories of the last one? Wow. Because if like it's a process of getting... Yeah. wiser and learning from the last thing but every time you, you start from scratch so it seems like st- stupid <laughs> unless you That's do so interesting what right? a brilliant question why well if the game is to wake up why not just wake up is another way to put it yeah the christian way to do it is why not just start life in heaven it, you know what i mean like if you take what a lot right, of people right. believe which is that heaven is dead people praising god or just thinking of being with god and talking about how great god is yeah if that's what god wants why have the the earth realm where some of them go to hell unless he also wants to burn others and he enjoys that as well i don't believe any of that but to what you're saying if we're reincarnated because we keep getting reborn until we get enlightened yeah it's very wasteful yeah if way- you were really close 
And then you die, and then you just come back as a new thing. And we go, by the way, we're not going to give you any of the memory you've built up over that life. Like, I think what it is, and I'm not an expert, but here comes an attempt at Please. an answer, is it's about burning off karma. You've, you've heard that. Okay, yeah. So you're inheriting this karma. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, I'm born again, and I have another difficult relationship, let's say, with an uncle. Mm-hmm. And you, you could say, well, he wasn't done burning off that specific kind of relationship karma. He had to like pay it off. He hadn't done this yet. He hadn't done that, whatever. So anyway, the, I was closer to the answer when I was just going to say, I think like, I think it was um, Thomas Merton and I forget who it was. It wasn't Thich Nhat Hanh, but it was somebody like that. And they were like, in the next life, we'll both be Buddhas. Meaning we're not going to be enlightened in this one, but we'll come back and we'll just be Buddhas the whole time. Meaning there is a collective, meaning you're so close now. Mm. So people might say, I always, somebody said this to me once. It was very nice. They were like, I always feel like comedians are like a, a birth or two away from being a Buddha. So there must be some understanding of a, of a collection. Like you are carrying something over, even if it's not thoughts that you think about, but there's something in your soul that's matured. Is that because comedians are on the outside looking in? Okay. You're right in my area. I was just saying I did Andrew Santino's podcast as a guest, and I was like, Love I don't him. know why more. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. And he's kind of woo-woo. So many yeah. comedians I talk to, I'm like, you're secretly woo-woo. And I was like, comedians should be woo-woo. Yeah. We're supposed to be the ones going like, what's going on here? We're the woo-woos. We're the woo-woos. We're woo-woo about everything. Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah. You go like, you think the culture thinks it's supposed to be this. Well, I'm getting woo-woo, meaning I'm getting weird, and I'm saying maybe it's supposed to be that. Yeah. And everyone laughs. So why is it still kind of stupid to like want to talk about the meaning of life or where it's all from? Uh, because perhaps there is a culture in comedy as a generalization that, yes, it's woo-woo as in, what is this? What is this? But it's uh, cynical woo-woo. What is this? Everything's fucking stupid. Instead of, what is this? Maybe, yes, and it's something beautiful and meaningful. Right. You're right. And I think that's changing. I think it's changing. I feel like modern comedy... I think it's changing. I think it's changing, too. I think it's changing. It used to be... Fuck. Yeah. Comedy was like, Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah. That was like comedy. Get real! (laughs) And now there, I see so many more comedians that they're going like... He might, uh, be, he, he might be real. He might be Or, or, or uh, I'm thinking of Shane Torres that does that bit about Guy Fieri's the best. Sorry to use myself in, as an example, but I you the, can. the bit that Conan really loved that helped me get this, this backdrop One was backdrop. I love magic. Instead of like everybody was saying, I hate magic, magic's mm-hmm. fake, fuck you, why are you saying... Even Seinfeld yeah. had a joke. He's a friendly guy. Had a bit about, or you know, uh, he can be surly too in his persona. But like he had a bit of like, is this your card? Oh, it's over here. You're an asshole. Like that was sort of his angle. And then I feel like our generation is finding more room. And that's why I think we are seeing more mm-hmm. spiritually curious comedians. Yeah. Because it's not about belonging to a group or having the answers. It's I hope it's about like participating in a an exploration. It's also probably because of uh, uh, TikTok. Everyone's got to have an angle now, right? And everyone's, there's enough going on in TikTok where someone's like, what's the deal with mustard? It's like comedians are like, we better talk about fucking heaven and earth because. You're right. We have to tackle we bigger issues. We can't be doing airplane food anymore. You're absolutely right because everybody everyone's has their own, their own open mic. Yeah. 
and it's burning up all the fields of the basic yeah. material. Coach, oh, you want to do a bit about Game of Thrones? It's probably been done. That's right. You better start thinking about Ram Dass. That's right. Yeah. And then what'll be after that? I mean, it's, it gets pretty weird. Well, then you're probably... The world will end. Yeah. Or you're, or you're, in, you're enlightened and you're, Who cares? you're into the next round. You just fly away. Yeah. What is your flavor of belief? Were you raised in any way? I think I believe the... Uh, I do believe the reincarnation thing. Oh, you do? So, do you ever get the feeling you've been around the block before? Yeah. This is when <laughs> Ramdas would go, we've had this conversation before, don't you remember? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you the thing. I thought, I'll tell you this story that I think you'd like. I used to be atheist. I used to be like, oh, nah, there's nothing. And it was, because the thing about atheists is like kind of cool. It's like, yeah, everything's, there is nothing. There's nothing. It's Get the, over it. There's the nothing. Atheism yeah. is the cigarette of beliefs. <laughs> so good. It looks so cool. Yeah. It's grow up and smoking and yeah. it's killing you and you just embrace it. You better enjoy this because there ain't shit That's right. else. Wake up, sweetheart. <laughs> Wake up, sheeples. Yeah. There's and nothing. Strippers don't really like you. <laughs> and God's a joke and the punchline is you're dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is cool. So one Of course day, it's cool. One day I'm in the, the Caribbean. Is that how you say it? The yeah. Caribbean. I, I say Caribbean. And, uh, Unless it's pirates. I love the sea. I told you that I love the sea. Yeah, jump in that sea. And one day, I'm, I'm, I'm alone. I've gone to these rocks, right? I'm at these rocks by the sea. The sun is setting. In my eye line, it's nothing but sea. I've, I've, I've found a spot where it's like, it's just sea and this beautiful sunset, right? Sun is setting. I'm sat there. I'm at peace. I'm watching this thing. It's so fucking beautiful. I'm so overwhelmed by how beautiful it is. That something inside me is desperate to say thank you. And I'm like, if there's no God, who am I thanking? Yeah. Why do I need to say thank you? If all of this is just chaos and nothing means anything, why do I feel so strongly that I want to give thanks? Yeah, that's interesting. You know what I mean? So you felt like a devotional feeling. I felt like, well, there's more. Because why am I so, unless I'm, because I'm not socially conditioned. Because I've always been atheist. So your parents, I mean, your family, nobody was. I was like, from you. three years old, I was like, religion's stupid. I religion's remember very. Stupid. Wake up, sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Smoking from three. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> in, in fucking. We, yeah. But it's I remember really that, that feeling of like, what am I thinking? If, the, if there is nothing else, why do I feel like, like I cannot walk away from this moment without. Saying thank you, Joe. You know right. I mean? yeah. Is that Matt? You get it. I of course yeah. I love it. You know yeah, yeah. me well. I love that. You know what I love is the simplicity of it. I could see somebody going like, "If this is all chaos, and this is what the chaos has shuffled to showing me, yeah. I'm grateful to the chaos." But then you're still, you're still, you're still appreciating something outside of. But can't God be chaos? You know, yeah, yeah. like exactly. Like even if it's, I don't know, man. You've probably heard me say this a million times, but. If you're explaining to somebody all the ways that this... We always start here. We agree that this is happening. Yeah. Right? Is it? That's a good question. I mean, that's that's sort of like taking the hard left. Okay, but let's stick with this. But if I will bell and you. This is happening. Thank you for the bell and. <laughs> this is happening. Most people would go like, yeah, this, yeah, this is, happening. is happening. Okay. I'm here. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. There's matter. Yeah. There's air. There's an ecosystem. There's a planet. There's a cosmos. 
Yeah. There's there's three galaxies for every person on the planet. I mean, there's a lot fucking going on. Crazy. The atoms, molecules, it's happening. Yeah. And awareness is. Yeah. Being is. Yeah. Things are. This cushion is. We start with that. When you're talking about all the things, I'm with you. By the way, just to top load this with... The thought of like a Zeus guy on a cloud answers nothing. Yeah. Where'd he come from? It yeah. answers nothing. The only God worth having is is the something outside of the realm of being and non-being. Yeah. It has to be so this that it just is and yeah. always was. And it's outside of the concept of being and not being. The word we have for that is eternal. Yeah. Not that it's just always going and watching us age. It just it just is outside of it. It transcends it. But the funniest guess for where all this came from is nothing to me. Yeah. It Nothing. And also, I tried this on stage last night. I go, nothing doesn't exist. I've said it a million times, Katie. I'm yeah. sorry. Nothing doesn't exist. Science says we can't find nothing. Show yeah. me nothing. Empty space is teeming with life. There is no nothing. Yeah. But you, we can see the evidence of nothing, you know, of, like, of no data, a black yeah. hole or whatever. But we can't see it, and we can't reproduce it, and we can't show it. So that's like – it's not faith exactly, but it's similar. It's like you believe in something that you can't prove yeah. or produce or show me. That's a kind of a type of belief, and that's where you think everything came from. That's so similar to God. Yeah. Your God is, is nothing. nothing. Get in line with the Buddhists. Their God is nothing. Yeah. That's a God. You believe in the power of nothing to burst into everything. That's a very powerful and mysterious That's God. That's a huge God. We're the same. Yes. I don't we, – and we can both agree we don't want an infantile Santa Claus God that's going Shazam and we stop thinking about it so we can just eat a bucket of fried chicken, smoke a cigarette, and jerk off in the bathtub. Yeah. That's a waste. Both of us are offended by that. But if you believe in nothing and I believe in God and we can go like – but it really at the end of the day, we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about a mystery – Kumbaya, hold hands. Kumbaya, right? And here's the thing: I've remembered when I see see this this sunset, and I feel I need to say thank you. The other thought I had was religion is bullshit because religion is the middleman. Religion is trying to get in the way. The religion is like, oh, you want to talk to this? We'll tell him you said thank you. We'll tell tell her you said thank you. And it's like, oh, all you got to do is look up. That's right. You're there. That's right. Also, yes, couldn't be closer. That was my one of my favorite Richard Rohr stories is he was on a hermitage and he ran into another monk on a hermitage and he knew Richard was like a public speaker and he said, tell everybody God's not up there, God's in here. And that's the only message. Yeah. That's the whole, that's yeah. the whole ball of wax. Meaning, I, oh, who says this? I always forget the names. It's one of the famous ones. He says, the eye that I look at God is the same eye that looks back at me. Mm. Meaning there's only one awareness. It's not personal. It's you, you're looking, and so when you look at God, you're just closing the circuit. God's already yeah. sort of looking as you, through you, with you. I like as you, yeah. looking as you, fucking crazy, and suffering as you. When things go just so fucking nightmarish wrong, people go, "Where's the all powerful God?" I'm not even saying that. Yeah. I'm, this is Richard too. All vulnerable God, because it's happening. Yeah. Heartbreak is happening, and God's heart is breaking. As you, and it's fucked up that that's how it works. But in the we're in the world of nightmares and ecstasy. Why? I my faith is because that's how we kind of secretly need to have it. Because when we were just 
a disembodied awareness floating in infinity with nothing to play with, nothing to learn, nothing to know, nowhere to grow. That's hell. This is what my friend just said. God was saving itself from hell, split into this, made these weird rules, made duality, made pain, made pleasure, made loss, made gain, made fame, made shame, made male, female, this, that, the other, whatever you want. Because it was better than just being... Yeah. Because... (laughs) Alone! Yeah. Because enlightenment is boring. Exactly! Enlightenment is boring. Which is why we like forgetting. Yeah. Which is why we don't wake up. Because we're not done playing. People... uh, I I don't know. People always go like, oh, you you work too much. I'm like, if I didn't, I'd go insane. (laughs) If there was nothing, nothing, you're God of nothing. You want me to do nothing? That's really I go insane. Yeah. And that's the that's disembodied awareness. That's what happened. It was going, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. We need, to, we need a soap opera. There's nothing to happen to. And as soon as you make pleasure, you make pain. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist otherwise. Or, or it becomes infinitely boring. We yeah. always talk about that, the never-ending orgasm that just keeps getting better and better and better. How long would you do it, Brett? Maybe maybe no, 100,000 no. years. Maybe. I don't know. That and then sounds, a certain, that's a long time. That sounds horrific. <laughs> that's exactly my point. Yeah. I tell the story. I can't really. I We went to, on our honeymoon to Bora Bora, which is French Polynesia. Very beautiful. Sounds lovely. One of the be- most beautiful places in the world. Right. And we extended our stay. And after nine days, I was ready to take a dump on the fine china. Because it's it's not natural. No, I don't just mean blue water and, and because there's storms, there's weird weather, like nature is always going to have both. But you don't want a staff going, slice of melon, mm. constantly. Because you, you, it's like in the Matrix where they say the first Matrix was a paradise, but everybody kept waking up. Do you remember that line oh, in the Matrix? Shit. You can't accept it. You need, I want someone to call me an asshole. That's I why can't, you come to London. And then I go to London. I go to a steakhouse. Oh, your dreams come true. too loud. And someone goes, who's this right? Who's this fucking Right. He's an ass. Who's this ass? He's a daft ass. <laughs> and I won't have it. That was David Bowie. Was it good? You can't. No, it wasn't. It weren't bad. It weren't bad. <laughs> this is a good God chap. So you're, are you open to reincarn? Is that one of your faves? I'm open to it. I don't love it because I'm annoyed about, oh, we've got yeah. to do this again. And I'm, I'm, and, and the thing with the reincarn is I do think, again, I've thought this, I've thought, I've had a very lucky life. I've had, what are the chances? Like, I'm, and I'm like, I must have been Gandhi in the last life because I've had such yeah. a lucky life. I feel the same. And I'm like, so, so does that mean, and I don't know if I've been that good in this life. So am I coming back as a fucking piece of shit? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, of I want to end it here. Dan Natterman, who was on Crashing, had a great bit where he's like, I hope reincarnation isn't true because my odds of being born in America twice, <laughs> very low. Very funny bit and very Good honest. Bit. Like, you're not supposed to really say that. Yeah. Like, I, I only want to be in the West. I only want to be fat and yeah. easy. But that is definitely what's going on. But to that I say, mm-hmm. okay, there's a, remember in the 80s, those video game consoles, you know, like yeah, a stand-up video game? If you play the game where this you're you're an actor in this one mm-hmm. and a and a fake footballer, mm-hmm. next time you play, pretty fun to be somebody else, even if it is sort of like shit. Mm. But but you need the memory. 
yeah, you need to right. know, oh, I'm doing something different. This is interesting rather than that. Fuck. This is when we really do get into crazy town. Mm. Because if there isn't a memory, if there isn't anybody keeping a record of it, then it really is just two laser beams shooting into each other. And it's just the sparks <laughs> shooting off for infinity. And it's just like... Well, that's just madness. Yeah. I don't believe that. I believe... That's, what do you believe? You believe what, in reincarnation? I don't no. know, but I believe in the spirit of reincarnation is that it's arcing towards more understanding, more growth. I love what Terrence McKenna says. is that, like It's all... The whole cosmos is evolving to higher and higher degrees of novelty, more newness, more newness, more growth, more change. And I, I see it arcing towards some sort of singularity of... He he called I forget what he calls it, but he's like, I can feel the future being pulled by this force that's mm. attracting time towards it. Yeah. And he's like he he feels like it's a benevolent force, like it's a meaningful force. So I don't think we're just two lasers shooting at each other. And I can yeah. feel that, like you looking at the sun. Yeah. Like looking at you, looking at Katie being in this room on this day, the sun coming in the window the way it is. And it's not just me appreciating aesthetics i have a sense that i'm like this is sacred yeah this is this is good yeah like let's stop talking we don't have to talk about like is it all good in a quiet moment do you feel like a shh it's okay you know what i mean yeah in a neutral moment you know i had to think when i was uh uh i'm sure you maybe you've mentioned something like this but the thing of you ha- uh, the thing of saying someone told me like when when I was depressed they were like say thank you to everything yeah. like everything like oh it's raining outside thank you yeah. oh I just you know just like you shit sure. myself that's right yes that's thank right thank you that's it uh, Brett this this office was locked I've never in the ten years we've done this podcast I've never been locked out of the office I called Katie I was like we're gonna have to do it in the bedroom which with Leela in the house and the dog in the house mm-hmm. dogs are shit mm-hmm. it wasn't gonna be good. <laughs> It wasn't where I want to do it. I wanted, and I also, for your sake, mm-hmm. this is where we do the podcast. I want to see the place, the real one. Yeah. But I like this couch. I like the vibes. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the episodes have like sunk into the couch. Yeah. It's a good vibe back here. And I was like, I really want to do it. And I'm looking for the key. And you're coming. It's two thirty. You're coming at three. Can't find the key. And I'm getting a little bit pissed because uh, Pete is a planner. I buy things in bulk. You'll never find me running out of soap. You'll never find me running out of like basics. Like if mm-hmm. you need a basic, you need some band-aids. I got like I love planning. Similarly, I'm a hide it like hide a key, backup key. I open the the lockbox. It's not in there. Hmm. Who took it? We have friends stay here. Could have been one of them, just moved it. So now I can't find the key and I can't find the spare key. And I'm mad hmm. because I'm like what is the point? We call them Peter projects. Peter projects is when I get really obsessed about like, well, if this is locked, then you go in here. And what is the point if someone opens my fucking lockbox and yeah. takes the key out, ruins the whole system? I'm not even. I'm not mad at Val. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just mad. How'd you get in it? I called the locksmith, and they came in like five minutes. Oh, I no, couldn't they believe was it. In a bad mood. I me? Yeah. I was a little kind of like put out by yeah. that. And you know what? In the middle of it, I said out loud, "Yes, thank you," and it worked. It works every time. Hmm. And in that weird, like, jump-starting a car, like you're pushing two wires together, like the car doesn't want to start and you hot-wire it, the car starts, and I go, what is the big deal? We'll do it in the bedroom. We'll do it in the bedroom. (laughs) But it gave me that that moment of, of fresh air. You know what? 
I would just also think now, now you've said that. I, since I was little, everything I did was for the story. I was like, well, I may as well do that. I'll make a good story. Well, you know, this scary thing. Do you want to do this scary thing? Yeah, all right, I'll do it. I'll make a good story. Everything, even stand ups. Why I started stand up? I was like, oh, I always right. wanted to do stand up, but I was too scared of it. And I was like, well, maybe I tell my grandkids I did stand up once. You know what I mean? Like, uh, least, that, that's the way I'll get myself to do the scary yeah. thing. But that is also the way to do tiny minor detail like as in the annoying thing that you went through if you're going well i'm experiencing a thing this is like a little mini drama that's right i may as well be in it it's and see what it's like yeah it goes back to what we were saying if you believe that the universe divided to experience everything yeah heard me talk about existential kink then enjoy it yeah enjoy the kink of being frustrated yeah they moved your key it's a rush. Yeah. <laughs> Feel it. Honestly, it's one of the most thrilling stories you've ever told. <laughs> More of a testament to my lack of stories. But, but when you're old and, and rotting and mm-hmm. looking out a window and you're about to die, you would have loved that day to have a, a missing key kerfuffle. Yeah. yeah. When life. you're in Bora Bora, you're like, God, I wish we lost a key. I'm telling you, for real. Like, it sounds like a joke. I wanted yeah. to take a dump on the table and just be like... This is also life. This isn't natural or right. Eat this. Eat my shit. In remembrance of me. And then I blow up blood all over the beautiful linen guests. Yeah. What? It. What is... Um, what's one of those stories? What's something you did for the story? Oh, I mean... It's funny because the things that I dread the most are like... The things I fear, like the biggest fears I have are like dinner parties. Like if you said, come to a dinner party, I'd be like, fucking, I'd really have to psych myself out. Like, well, maybe you'll get a good story out of it. That's that's me too. Yeah. I, we just had a 4th of July Mm -hmm. and we had a bunch of friends and I was, you should have seen my inner world. I did a show last night, 300 people, no psych up. Happy as Larry. Happy as Larry. Never heard that. That's who it is. Belle ended it right away. That's who we have in England, Larry. Happy as Larry. Larry's the average happy. Larry. Oh, and don't you say Bob's your uncle? We say Bob's your uncle. You have Bob and you have Larry. You Bob and Larry. They're hanging out. One of them's happier. He's not the uncle. Just two average blokes, isn't it? Two average blokes. Bob and Larry. Bob and Larry. I can't believe you found the answer. But it, we went to a room filled with our dear friends. Horrific. And I... Mm, fast friends. <laughs> Horrific. Horrific. You've just described a nightmare. And I immediately mm-hmm. not in the joke fake way like mm-hmm. i'm a stand-up i'm always embarrassing myself yeah in the first 10 minutes i embarrassed myself three times yeah because i didn't that's the rest of the evening right that's and it. i'll think about it and then they leave and then i and, and val's the best she'll be like relax it's fine mm-hmm. but i she said it's your protector like I, I drag out my personality begrudgingly i go is this what you want what did do you want to share the embarrassing or no you don't have to. It's not that bad. Our, our friend had a very, very fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great premise. <laughs> I mean, this is the fattest baby you've ever seen. And, and let me tell you why it's fair play. All breast, all breast milk. This is, was a young baby. So it wasn't like eating cheeseburgers or something sad. It was just, <laughs> stop feeding that baby cheeseburgers. Is that an Arch Deluxe? Do they even make those? The baby was working out. I'm not having to go at the baby. The baby did 5K in the morning. Hilarious. It was natural weight. 
there was a lot of muscle under that pudge. This it was baby. heavy because it was muscular. That's it was right. A muscular baby. Muscle weighs more than fat. This baby yeah. looked like a melting baby. Right. It's like you bought a candle that was shaped like a baby, and then you flew, and it was in the overhead, and the air went out, and then you took it out, and you're like, oh, no, our baby. That's what this baby looked yeah. like. This is the fattest fucking baby you've ever right. seen in your life. And adorable. Mm-hmm. It's a baby. It's a baby. Beautiful. Just very roly. Better like one of those fat. dogs. Better when they're fat. You Be- can of say course. It. You can say it. Who wants a skinny baby? Nobody wants it. But this no. was just, this was like, this bears a comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the baby's like someone better say something or we can't get on with the day just say it say it you're all here say it I know what you're thinking just say it I'm a fat a- fat baby say it and it's victimless but okay so this was well maybe it's not <laughs> okay I hadn't seen old soft baby in how close are you to the parents of fat baby they're very very close friends of val's okay 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 so here comes okay. ham salad here he is <laughs> barreling in here comes someone to help you think of conversations like why is val with this ham salad <laughs> i had seen the baby when it looked like a melting candle when it mm-hmm. looked like a travel pillow when it <laughs> when it looked like a series of smaller round donuts it looked stacked like a on beanbag. top of a, a beanbag bean you could sit in this baby and mm. look at a lava lamp for a long time. Oh, this it's baby a, sounds great. It's a great baby. And now I saw the baby and I go, is that the baby? And I think, because now it's stretched out. No, it's, it's a supermodel baby. It's, it's a got, supermodel baby. looks great. Kate Moss' baby. And I said, you were the fattest baby. <laughs> now look at you. <laughs> I want to say, I was uncomfortable. You know what I mean? How old was the baby? No. Baby 15. has... <laughs> baby was 22. No. Baby was still under one. Right. Yeah. Baby, baby has no idea what I'm saying. Baby should be flattered. You've, you've basically gone... You've. What I'm thinking is it's a compliment. Yeah. Not that fat is wrong, but like... No. Look course. at you go. Baby's made an effort. Baby knew 4th of July was happening. Baby had a routine. Baby knew it was bathing suit season. <laughs> Baby's beach body ready. Oh, my God. She had her baby beach bod. And I just wanted to say, if yeah. there's any gift we can give as comedians, mm-hmm. if it is a gift... Go on. <laughs> is, I'll say the thing. I'll say the thing we're all thinking. You pay me to say the thing. Yeah. Here I am. We're all thinking that baby used to be fucking huge, and no one's saying it. Everybody in the room is like, Jesus Christ, what a relief! Because we thought Slimer from the first Ghostbusters was going to be your baby (laughs) until it was 22. Yes. And And no one said anything at the time because we were embarrassed and we thought this was forever. Now we found out it isn't forever. We can all laugh about it. Yes, that's right. And no one... Well, the mom didn't look thrilled... (laughs) And one of the girlfriends started, like, you know what I got? I got one of these. I think that's enough of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Somebody like, oh, yeah. Because I sort of doubled down. I was like, what? It it was just, it was a very soft baby, but now it's not. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's not a judgment. I'm just, and it's like, I think that's enough. I got one of those. Right. And I, the fact that you said that the three things happened, yeah, and that was number one, yeah, I would have left the party. After one, 
uh, well, after one, I'm done for the next three years. Like in, in That's my, right. I'm now thinking about that for the rest of my life. Like I'm not fit for parties, is what you're saying. That's you're not, what I would you know, I, I'm not fit for human consumption. I'm not That's fit right. for yeah. the world. I'm a little silica, ta- those packets yeah. of silica yeah. that they put in things. I'm and you one of should those. throw me away when you open up the thing I was in. Why are you keeping this Why silica? Are you giving me? I'm not going to keep you dry anymore. Get rid of me. I barely did anything anyway. Yeah. Throw the silica I away. I was dangerous to start with because you could have eaten me. Don't let me be eaten by your child. Although it does look like it could use a snack. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will be so haunted Fair by baby. it. baby. Okay, so they were just here. The people friends. with the baby. Yeah, we're still friends. And I mentioned to the guy how I felt bad about that. We were talking about something else. And then I realized there was actually something kind of beautiful going on, which is I was like trying to bond with the dad, hmm. kind of. Like, let's be bros. Let's make jokes about your fat baby. Let's have some... Because it was a very feminine kind of feeling party. And this sounds really kind of... Maybe I'm talking about out my ass, but I swear, I think we uncovered today that it was this attempt to bro out. Like, be like, we're kind of... At the at the moment, it was me and him and seven women, mm-hmm. and I and it was me being like, "Hey, let's talk about fat babies," which right. I'm not saying is the only way you can have masculine energy, but it's one of the ways you can have masculine energy. Let's call something out. Mm-hmm. Let's have fun. Let's be. Let's, I said to him, "Let's start a small fire, right. not a dangerous fire, but just a small yeah. fire to signal to him, like, let's have fun today." Yeah, and he, I think, he, I'm pretty sure he he received that message and appreciated it. But the fire was immediately blown out by other people, and he went, okay. Blown out? The fire. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I thought that was another British term. No, he blew me out. Yeah, you could blow someone out. Can you? Hmm. <laughs> we could try. That was a great... Mm. That was a great... Um. Riddle me this. Mm. I... Uh, it, when I think of trauma, genuine trauma, if you say, I once did a thing in therapy, right? Sure, we've all had therapy. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a good thing. <laughs> and she said to me, before I seen that, I want you to write down the 10 like most traumatic memories, things that have happened in your life that constantly haunt you when you play on loops, right? Yeah. Now, in my life, things have happened car accidents, muggings, near death, violence, etc. Things like that. They wouldn't they wouldn't get close to the top 10. Really? All my top 10 are times I've been embarrassed. Wow, which is why you're funny. Do you relate or no? Or would you put a mugging before an embarrassing? That's really interesting. Like your story you just told me, I genuinely feel like if that happened to me and someone going, I think that's enough. That would be like Worse than a car accident. <laughs> wow! I get over a car accident and go, "Oh yeah, it was that was tough." But but the embarrassment of oh, you fucking piece of shit. I, th- I think that's enough of that. Enough of that. I think that's enough of that. That's enough of that. I became a that. The whole what of you're you, doing is a that. You. That's enough. That's of that. enough of that. I think that's enough of that. that and essence. you know what she did? She went. I've gained a little weight here. She started using herself as an example. Do you want to talk about how I've gained a little weight here? And I was like, it's a. It's a baby. Yeah. It's a baby. All rules, all rules are off. Not same rules. Here's where I am like my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad at Bible studies would yeah. say to the pastor, do you ever go to the bathroom and play with your do-to-do? And he'd say, what? And he'd say, that's when you take the empty toilet paper roll and go, do-to-do-to-do. And I got a little bit of that. Meaning, if I'm joking 
and someone is doesn't like it, I'll just have a little bit of a auto running program that goes lighten up. I got that okay. from my dad. That's good. It is. Oh, good. It's a great skill. Lighten up. I wish I had that. I don't always have it, but if on the top ten of my traumas, obviously my divorce, my wife, uh, my first wife telling me she was having an affair, those are all on there. My dad giving away my Ninja Turtles is literally sure. on there. I mean, for real. I believe you. I'm embarrassed how often I go, though I wasn't done with them. <laughs> 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 Never hit the mic three times like a judge's gavel. Like I wa- that one, that's it. That's it. I wasn't done with those. Oh God, that that I mean, I'm not in that space now. But if I really like sit mm. with that, it it is it was hurtful. Yeah, because you're like, what do you think? I'm like a candy ass or something. <laughs> like, yeah. And this is how you relate to me by giving my toys away. What's one for you? The top ten draw with yeah. Oh, it or would be. yeah, yeah. Go on. No, 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 no. Go on. Give me one. It would just. It would be. Uh, uh, it would be like a social situation. I've said something. I, it's just, it it si- really, would really as simple. Can as you think of one? Said like a funny baby? thing. Oh, <laughs> can you think? Give me a fat baby. Uh, what's a fat baby? I can't. Now that we're talking about mm-hmm. it, I'm sort of really owning. Like, why did I say you used to be such a fat baby? I. I, I listen. If I were that fat baby, yeah, I'd be flattered. Yeah, I'd say thank you for noticing the work I've put in. You'd be fattered. I'd be fattered, I'd beland, I'd beland you, and I'd be like, thank you. I would say to the other adults here, I felt really self-conscious because none of you so far have said anything about the thank weight you. I've lost. Thank you. Give me a fat baby. What's a small fat baby for you? Oh, boy. What is it? But it's this thing, isn't it? I can't, to be honest, I'm, I'm struggling to think of a specific one, but that's the beauty of comedy, right? It's you're always taking a risk. There's always a risk. Right. Every, every little ball you're throwing up is a risk. Right. Or it should be. Yeah. I've done a lot of sets that are like safe and you're like, I have no thrill because you took no risk. Yeah. You have to take a risk. And the best bits are when you take a big old risk and the audience goes, what is this? And then you land. Of course. The best. Yeah. Now you understand. But None, the f- yeah. yeah. Well, the fat baby is a, is a risk because, because people care about their babies. <laughs> if I said, yeah, you used to be such a fat baby mm-hmm. and then everyone, and the mom ah. just dies laughing. Yeah. And goes, everyone's walking on eggshells because the baby used to be fat. Yeah. And no one wants to say it, but you just said it. Mm. And it opens up and everyone just... The baby pick, gets you on his shoulders, <laughs> carries you around the party. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, I wonder if that was my... If I don't think that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, what I did you think was going to happen? I think I thought what was going to happen was what, what happened. You think you went in self-destruct mode? And that's why... I, that's what... The only virtuous thing about it was I was trying to signal to the dad, like, let's have fun. Let's, let's take little risks. Do you think that you made your inside your outside? Do you think you came in there going, I'm a piece of shit, I'm not good at these things, I don't, I, I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself to be shit, and then you immediately did that? Yeah. I'll concede that immediately. You set fire to yourself. You walked in, yeah. garbage yourself in petrol and went, fat baby, and lit it. If it's going to happen... Yeah, let me do it quick. It's like a room full of ninjas come in and they all have swords yeah. and they're going to get me. And then I see a stick of dynamite yeah. and I shove it up my own butt and I yeah. go, fuck you ninjas! Pow! Yeah. And before they can get one slice, I'm chutney. Oh, and you're all over them. Yeah, I'm all over them. Yeah. That's what I think comedy is. <laughs> yeah. I used to have a joke about like, uh, 
I farted once. I was holding still for a shoebox camera. Yeah. Now you can make a camera out of a shoebox. Yeah. You open the exposure, then you have to hold still for 60 seconds or more. It was in junior high, and I was squatting, like boys to men squatting, and a fart came out. And it was like, and I'm like, and then everybody scattered, and I got out too, and the photo was ruined. And I've tried the story once on stage. It didn't really work. I was like, I really wish I had felt the fart coming, made a choice, pushed it out as big and loud mm-hmm. as I could. Everyone scattered. I stay. Yeah. Then you have a photo of me and the phantom image of all the kids who ran from my stench. Your, I'd have that photo framed over my desk today. Your fart was um, ashamed. Yeah. And I didn't and you wish it. you'd owned it. I wish yeah. I owned it. It's the 90-minute life. Do you need to go? Oh, no. no. I like to know when we're at 90. Oh, okay. Very As nice. to not rob the hey, guest. It's, right, it's flying by, isn't it? Isn't it? Hasn't it? Hasn't it? Wasn't it? Who is this it? This was a thing, right? And that massive 40, 40 minute sex in your car. And it's, oh <laughs> people would be like, God. Oh, wait. Now really? they'll be able to tell because I just got the 90 minute light. They'll know how much time yeah. we dropped. It couldn't have been more than six minutes. No, but I did, I did give a, a wink to Katie, like, say 90 minutes when it's been like three hours. And then we'll, we'll cut. We'll have loads. I'm of not saying this in the British way. I'm saying this in the real way. Brilliant. Not the way you guys just throw it around. Really? We throw it around as much as cunt. Oh. You fucking Albert cunt. Einstein was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, we he? need a new word for Albert Einstein because yeah. you guys go like, this clock bomb's brilliant. Is it? It's a bloody clock bar, mate. <laughs> a, what, a what bar? Clock, clock bar. Clock bar. I've been in the States. I've been crossed upon long What's enough. It's a clock bar. I've had a number of clock bars. Never had a clock bar. What's a clock bar? It's like a bit a like, a wing, like a wing jing. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what you guys call candy bars. It's a oh, bit, okay, it's like a, a bit like a like a, tracker. a queen's thumb, like a yorkie. Ever have a yorkie? Like a bishop's finger. Ever have a bish thing? That's a beer. Uh, I love a bish. I uh, have a have a Britney. Have a Britney? Do you know Britney? No. You don't know that one. You don't say. Let's go get a Britney. No. Britney Spears. Couple of beers. Couple of beers. Yeah, you got it. He's got it. Have a think. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, yeah, have a think about it. Have a think about it. Don't rush, mate. Is take your time. Listen, do you want a Britney or do you want a bishop's finger? Right. Let's face it. There's no difference. What do British people think about Great British Bake Off? I think they love it. Oh, okay. I don't. What I, do you think about it? I've never seen it. All right. But I've got no no hate for it. it. Seems like a lovely thing. I I just can't tell if it's what we were talking about at the beginning. Where oh no no like, no people like they're British so nice. Very, very Britain popular. likes it too. Britain likes it too. I mean, Paul. You get lovely Paul, people on it, right? Paul, Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. Paul. 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 You right, Paul? Oh, good. Wait. Hello, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. You right, Paul? Oh, yeah. Paul. Yeah, Paul. Oi, Paul. Paul. Come, come eat my cake. Paul, you see my cake? Paul, wake your balls by your heart. Paul, wake your balls up your heart. And then come here and look at my cake. I just don't want your balls dangling because there's a bit that sticks out. <laughs> what? My cake is balls. <laughs> But well, it by uh, said it behind the rib cage, <laughs> and then it just cuts the color bars. <laughs> Wait, this is on Netflix. Why is this? On? <laughs> Brett, Brett wasn't invited back to the Bake Off after his bulls cut. <laughs> <laughs> you know it well enough to parody it. That's Brett wasn't my... invited back to the. <laughs> That's no. Oh, I'll tell you a secret. Tell you a secret, my favorite thing, I maybe shouldn't admit this, my favorite thing to do in stand-up, particularly if you're like MC and you're hosting, yeah. <laughs> is reference something I've never seen that I 
reckon I can get away with. That's brilliant. It's my favorite it's game. It's a little game. You're little shaving game. pretty close. I'm like, I think I know what this is. I know what you mean. I've never seen it, but I get the gist. And I'll throw out something, and if it gets a big laugh, I'm like, yes. I'm not just saying this to agree with you. I know I've done that recently. Yeah. There's something really... It's a little like shoplifting. It's a little Winona. It's cheeky. It's, it's a little a, cheeky thing for yourself. It's a wee bit Winona. Yeah. Remember when Winona Ryder did that? I do, and I think about that a lot as well. Why? Because I think when people... You know, we must all have empathy for everyone, mustn't we? And she was obviously going through things, and I get the fact that I think she was like frustrated with her exactly. life probably. i think if it happened now yeah. the way we've evolved with psychological understanding the pressures of of fame and all that stuff would be like let's back off yeah. but if you like that's that was the monica Lewinsky time oh, it was horrific. when we were really mean horrible and we just couldn't wait to kill one of the little women mm. when did you almost die ever seen a ufo ever seen a ghost i've seen a ghost tell me i've had it Go on, then. Uh, do, you, do you believe in a ghost? I love a ghost. Love of a ghost. Of course I love a ghost. I love anything mm. that makes me remember that at every moment we should be going, what the fuck is going on? Question. Oh, I've got two film questions for you. Can't wait. One, have you seen Silence? Martin Scorsese's Silence. No. Please see it and then report back to me. I'm writing it down. Because it's a film about religion, I think it's the best film about religion. Really? And no one saw it. And it's, listen, it ain't an easy watch. I ain't going to lie to you. You're not going to have fun. Really? <laughs> it's a heavy film. But You're I think, not going to have fun. <laughs> but I think you will appreciate it because what it's about, and the reason it's called Silence, is because it's about religious missionaries uh, in the very olden days, don't know the exact time, going around very difficult. I mean, it's sort of like... In the jungle. In the jungles. In I the think something. I've seen little clips. And, uh, you know, you could watch it. It's such a brilliantly, like... Uh, playing both sides you could go these people are mad they're mad what are they doing they're mad yeah. but they have this profound faith and belief and the silence in the title is not just uh about this it's about the silence of prayer but it's also about the silence of god ain't talking back and it's about the cocoon of silence that is the thing we were talking about the uh the universe the, co- the connection with the thing well i think you'd like it okay i'm gonna watch it but it's hard work I'll watch it. It'll be a sauna movie. It's like three hours long, you'll die. Oh, really? Watching that in the sauna. Okay, I won't do it. I'll watch it the next time Val's out of town, because she doesn't like watching heavy things. It's pretty heavy. Question two. Question two. Oh. Uh, Who, who's your favorite character on Ted Lasso? Who's JK. Just fucking say it. Say who's your favorite character on Ted Lasso. You know who I like? Say I like the team manager who you're quite mean to. What, Ted Lasso? <laughs> Ted Lasso is your favourite character Ted Lasso No, no, no Have you seen it? <laughs> okay, the ball boy Of course it's Ted Lasso No, the, t- the ball boy Nick Mohammed, Nate the Great yeah, yeah, of course it's him I love him Yeah I'm right in front of you No, no, you're my favourite Oh, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ No, let's just look. The balls on him Who, uh, The balls on the, the outside of him that heart uh, No, no, I love you on the show too What was the second one? The second one si- Silence and Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember. Oh, guys, I bet this is it. Horror, right? Horror. You like horror films? Do I? Yeah. Uh, no. I love horror films, but I realise I don't like horror films where it's people getting hurt. I like horror films where it's ghosts. Why? Because it makes me think, oh, there's more going on. I see. I like the idea of ghosts. I like the idea of more going there's on. More going Mystery. On. More Camille than has a bit about that. Go because on. if I saw a ghost, not only would it be scary, it would be like, Oh no, God is real. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> like there's more going on. Yeah. It would be very good. difficult, very challenging. You seen a ghost? No. Oh, the only, the, everyone's going to be bored by this because I've told a million, but when I go home, if I stay in my mom's house, which I don't often do, and I sleep on the bed where our cats died, every morning, it's reliable, I'll wake up to the feeling exactly of the cat jumping up on the bed and curling up next to me. It would be one thing if it was once. It's every morning. And if I, I'm sort of like, I'm awake. Mm-hmm. If I keep my eyes closed and just sit very still, lay very still, I'll feel it walking around, just kind of rubbing up on me. I'll feel the cat. Mm. And it's reliable. See you tomorrow morning. Open my eyes, nothing there. No cats in the house. Or there are now, but there weren't at the time. I like that. That's a good cat cat one. What do you got? <laughs> Is it family? I'd also like to add it's not scary. I'm just like, hi, Clem. His name was Clem. Comforting. Comforting guy's cat. Yeah, he's being nice. He's not like, I need help. <laughs> I need help. Me. I'm in nine hills. Because <laughs> they have nine lives. Yeah. I was bad in every one of my lives. <laughs> why did I think to do this? Nine afterlives. Yeah. Oh, why did I think what? Why did I think to be good in one of them? Oh, just my one. God. Just the last one. Just to mix one. it up. Just the last one. All right. Well, how old are we? Good question. We're talking. We're talking. Nineteen. Yeah, I think we're about there. We're around nineteen. We're about nineteen. There's a family we know, family friends. It's a very sad part of the story. Their, their mother had died. The mother had died of cancer, and the mother had died three months before this incident. Huh? We all go to Devon in England. It's near the sea. Very close to the word devil. Yeah. Well, yeah. We go to Devon. We, the family that is my family, are staying in a hotel. The family that had lost the mother, father, daughter, daughter's friend, staying in the family holiday home they have in Devon. We're hanging out in the day. They go back to their home. We're in the hotel. Next day, we're in the hotel in the pool. This family suddenly show up in a state. We've moved into the hotel. Why have you moved into the hotel? Because there's a poltergeist in the family home. There's a ghost in the home. Not just a ghost, a poltergeist. poltergeist. What happened is what happened. The two <laughs> g- <laughs> what happened is what happened. Two girls are in bed. The, the friend and the, the girl, the daughter and their friend. They've got sweets. They've been eating sweet candy. They're eating candy. Sorry. Let me translate. We got it. We do that one. You want some sweets? They've got sweets. Yeah. Lights go. Good night. We've been eating sweets. Good night. Turn out the light. Sweet hits one of them in the head. Don't throw a sweet at me. I'm going to sleep. Bang. Another sweet hits her in the head. What's happening? Turn on the light. Sweets flying around the room. They shit themselves. Run into the dad. Dad, atheist. Cynical man. Cigarette. Dad, <laughs> there's a fucking... So sweets are flying on their own. There's a ghost. They're terrified. He, half asleep, in his pants, gets up, goes in his room, jokingly says, Hey, stop throwing sweets at my girls. Bang. Sweet hits them in the head. All of them... Run screaming from the house. Now we all, because we like the idea, wouldn't it be nice if it's the mum? Sure. It's a nice idea. Was she a sweet tosser? She, she hated sweets. She was like, get them away. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, we, so we're like, we go, we go check this out. So we go to the ghost house. Stop. True story. Really pause because it's such a good story. <laughs> Stop rushing it. Okay. Like your introduction on the first day of English class. Everybody say something about themselves. Just... You decide. Yeah, it's daytime. We go, we go, go. Sweet tossing doesn't happen only in the day- night. 
You gotta we go. got to see this. You decide to go. We're all going to go. The whole no, family. Oh, well, my dad. Did you get in the mystery van? <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my sister, me. Now, another. there's another family with us in the hotel. The dad of that family, uh, what's the word? Prides himself? Yeah. A spiritual guy. Yeah. He be- he's been to lots of things where people like channel guys and shit. He comes with us because he knows this stuff. I appreciate, as I'm saying this out loud, sure. This could sound crazy, but this is just the experience I had. We go to the ghost house. It's like noon. I'm just kicking. I'm karate kicking <laughs> boards. People are holding up boards, and I'm kicking through them, and there's dust, and I'm just <laughs> I love this story so much. We go in the house. It's a little house. Go up the stairs. Nervous. Me and my sister scared. Did you give out an ear first to see if you heard, like, yeah. Jolly Hello? Ranchers just hitting the ground? Hello? Hello? Ooh. Go in. Go upstairs. Now, nothing, nothing's happening. We find the room. This was the room. This was the room. The girls won't come in. They're too scared. This was the room. There are still suites around the room. Are there uh, suites on the floor? Suites on the floor. It's been abandoned. You can see they've left in a panic. There are suites everywhere. <laughs> they haven't tidied up the suites. <laughs> Scarier, maybe sweets all in the sweets bowl. All in, yeah, but sweets are on the floor or all empty wrappers. Ooh, maybe in the fucking sweet. Now we're Stephen Kinging it, right? Nothing happens for about five minutes. I need the toilet. I go in the bathroom, which is next to the room where the sweet incident happened. Right? Oh god! Before I go in the bathroom, my dad he puts a fifty p, a twenty p, and a ten p on the bunk beds. Why? Like a like a like an offering. Like, let's see if these move. This is this is the spiritual guy. Oh no, no this, this is my is your dad, dad, who is I think thinking this is all silly. So I'll just do this. I go in the toilet and right next door, I have a wee. All right, let's not brag about it. Yeah. I have a lovely wee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the all time greats. <laughs> Three to four minutes, unbroken stream. <laughs> have a wee. Oh, toilet's now, overflowing. For the record, forgive me, I was nineteen. I didn't flush. Mm-hmm. I was distracted. Let yellow mellow, baby. And um, you know, with, with the climate change, we shouldn't be flushing all the time. I'm also picturing one of those British. It's a pole. It is exactly yeah. a pole when yeah, you pull over your head. So I am flushed. I come towards the door of the bathroom. Suddenly, at the same time, the toilet flushes. Hygienic ghost. The toilet flushes, and the three coins go bang, bang, bang in three different directions. And all of us run the fuck out of the house screaming. True story. I could, you could, I don't know what it means. You can give me reasons. When I told someone this once, they said, oh, maybe there was a monkey hiding in the house. I'm like, I don't think there was a monkey hiding in the house in Devon. Monkeys and flushing the toilet and flushing and the toilet. coins yeah. across the room. The man who was the spiritual man, he goes back in the house and sits. Things fly at him. He says to us, I wasn't there for this. And, and again... All of these people could be crazy, including me in the story. He says it was not the mum, which was the thing we were kind of hoping, that it was, in fact, uh, the people who had lived in this house, and they hated the energy of the sister's friend, teenage girl, and they were trying to get her to leave the house because they did not like her energy, and they were trying to scare her out of the house. That was the story he came back with. And for the record, I understand. You can say whatever you want. You can say, this is fucking madness. I don't believe a single word of it. And I'll go, yeah, it is fucking madness. All I can tell you is, that's what I saw. I don't know what it means. And yet, yet, it wasn't until 10 years later watching a sunset that you thought there might be more going on here. (laughs) Such a good point. (laughs) 
Really good point. What happened in between? In those 10 years that I lost God, even though I believed in ghosts. Maybe you deleted it. Maybe, that's, Maybe I that's thought it. they were ghosts, but no God. There was a godless afterlife. Just ghosts knocking about, chucking coins at each other. Right. Oh, wow. That's intense. I don't, I mean, you know, look, I get it. Am yeah. I insane? No. That's Group insanity? Everyone was insane? Yeah. What did your dad think? Mr. I'll he, put the three coins on he, the bed. We ask him now. He's like, he, he'll, do you know what? I think I, we talked about it the other day and I think he goes, yeah, I, I don't think it was a ghost. And I'm like, but what was it then? And he's like, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. None of us have an answer for what it was. Right. If it wasn't a guy, then maybe it wasn't. Then what was it? How badass is the guy that's like, I've yeah. done some yoga, I'm going back. <laughs> he sits he sits cross-legged on the, on the bunk bed. Of course. Closes his eyes. Let's, Let's get that girl mm-hmm. and go back to the house. Mm-hmm. Push her in. <laughs> lock the door. Lock the door and come back here. <laughs> <laughs> I say to her, remember the flush. They hate it when you don't flush. Well, the flushing toilet always stays with me as well. I'm like, well, Chris Gather told me a great ghost story, and it was a very thick shag carpet, and the door slammed mm-hmm. a door that you'd have to like push the nice. the door real heavy, and it slammed. Yeah, and I was like, that's a good ghost story. And you have a similar mechanism in your ghost story, which is the pull handle, pull handle. flush. Hard Although any flush, I'm not but seeing a pull a handle is harder than a, a button you press. A button push with the one and the two, the one three coins, bing bing bing. Different directions. Different directions. I can't explain it. Magnets? Magnets in the house. Is it magnets? No, I mean, it, it, could magnets. it be magnets? It could absolutely not be magnets. It's the monkeys. <laughs> and the sweets and the girls. Sweets. And your dad got hit with a sweet. Yeah. Everyone's hit by sweets. And the ghosts or whatever it was was smart enough to know, okay, we hit the girl whose energy we don't like, yeah. if that theory is true. Mm-hmm. She ran out. But if we don't scare the dad too, then... Yeah. She'll come she's back. She's coming back. So there's like a weird intelligence. Well, this was the best conversation of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. I love this one. I've loved it. Did you love it? Oh, I love it. You feel good? I feel great. Uh, one Ted Lasso nidbit? What do we ask? Nidbit. Just give me a, not a tidbit, just a okay, nidbit. Just a nid. Um, let's see. What do you want to know? What do I want to know? What do you want to know? Come on. What was it you, like doing the second season knowing the first season was a hit? Because that's a curse. It's a great question. And I've heard that the second season's fantastic. They tried to get me episodes. Don't tell your publicists. They're wonderful. They tried so many times that I just decided to stop telling them that it wasn't working. Uh, but <laughs> because I, they tried so hard. He's, so please don't even tell them I said that. Oh uh, well, I mean, and if they listen, they're very good publicists. They got to this moment. <laughs> yeah, if they listen back to me and go like, "You shouldn't have said any of that." I'm like, "It's been out for weeks." <laughs> You're the worst publicist. We listened to all of it. Yeah, a month after it was out. Uh, anyway, here's what I tell you that I'm proud of about it. Mm. This is a, I mean this in terms of as a creative type. We had a plan. There's always been a plan from day one of what this th- story is. You mean beyond season beyond one? Beyond season one. Okay. And Jason always had big, the, big, the big arcs. We know the big arcs. Mm-hmm. And we didn't change anything about season two based on the phenomenal and wonderful reaction to it. Partly we had started writing season two before season one came out. So we didn't know. We still thought no one's going to watch this. We're just writing a thing. Right. The plan did not deviate. So... 
as much as there is that feeling of like, there is definitely a fear of, oh God, I hope people, they liked it so much. I really hope they like this. But on the other hand, we didn't, I feel very strongly about this, right? You ever see Twin Peaks? Twin Some. Peaks, right. I love Some. Twin Peaks, my favorite. Probably my you favorite. love horror. I love horror. I love Twin Peaks. And Twin Peaks you would love because it's all mystical. It's all about... Really? Ah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's all... There's a million universes and we're all in the dream and who's the dreamer? You'd love it. Really? Okay. Anyway, Twin Twin Peaks. I'll write it down. Keep going. I mean, I can keep... You don't have to watch all of them, but I can tell you. Anyway, that's the whole... Oh, don't watch all of it? You don't have to watch all of it. There's there's a middle section that's shit. Oh, okay. (laughs) Beginning, amazing. Second half, amazing. Middle bit, you don't need it. Okay. It went wrong for a bit, but they sorted out. All right. But the point is... I heard the ending's bad. No, the ending's incredible. Oh, okay, good. The point is this. Twin Peaks came back. The Return. Lots of things came back. I'm not going to name them. Lots of shows that everyone loved came back, and they're still coming back. Reboots. They're coming back. The show you loved. Nostalgia. We love it. Yes. Bring back the thing we loved. Bring back Frasier. Bring back Frasier. I started it. that campaign. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Bring back the thing we loved yeah. because we just want to keep having the thing we loved. Yeah, and then they bring back the thing you loved with the same car, everything, and then for some reason, you don't quite love it as much. The pennies aren't flying off the bunk bed, and it's the same. Yeah, you know? it's and what you wanted. It's worse. This is what you wanted. Yeah. We are giving you what you wanted. It's like getting you back like with it. an old girlfriend or something, and you're like, yes. why? It's all the same. Yes, it's the yeah. same yeah. woman. Yeah. But the heroin ain't working. Yeah. Right? And that happens with most of them, I think. And it's no fault of the people making things. They make it with the same level of commitment, etc. But it's like, what you forget is the thing you loved, you didn't know. So if you're just repeating it. So anyway, with Twin That's Peaks, right. which That's is right. the exception to all of this, Twin Peaks The Return came back 25 years after Twin Peaks. And me as a Twin Peaks guy... So excited, very excited. And a lot of people did not like Twin Peaks Return because it was, but what it was, was perfect because he went, oh, I'm not going to give you Twin Peaks. Yeah. You know Twin Peaks. What you've forgotten is you didn't know Twin Peaks and that's why you love Twin Peaks. Right. So I'm going to fuck with your head right. because that's Twin Peaks. Right. You get me? I do get you and I love it. And, and it, did anyone like the return of Twin Peaks? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people did. But, it's how, but as in it's not, uh, it, what it isn't is fan service the, the same show right. it isn't right, like right. it's more of the same of the thing you like it's right. like right i'm gonna blow your fucking mind like i did right when two weeks right. came out look at my hair i'm gonna do that to your mind <laughs> <laughs> not i mean this is such a weird comparison but in a way season two the aim was at least i hope we've achieved it one of the reasons people liked season one was it surprised them yeah so we gotta keep surprising you yeah that's what we gotta do we can't be going oh you like that do i know that thing we'll just keep doing more of that there's none of that. Really? I don't think so. If I could have bet, I was going to be like, they're going to do exactly what they did again. I mean, I would have, I'm shocked. I mean, there's e- still the vibes. For sure. But that you're even saying that there's an attempt. You're making me think of the second season of The British Office when they, were, when they really yeah. went like, it was hard. Now it's my favorite season. Yeah. But it went real goofy left. And it wasn't just more of the same. Oh, I think, look, Jason jokes about it, but also means it. This is the Empire Strikes Back this season. Like, this is the Empire Strikes Back. Like, really? And I'd say it's funnier, but it's also darker and it's deeper and it's all the things. Wow. I hope. Well, I hope end. so, too, because what made me keep watching it was the pilot. We were talking about the pilot. 
And it, it, like every show, it gets better, Katie and I, before you got here. And I liked that it teased the, the, his wife issue. And that's why I kept watching it. So it's always those are the things that, that hook me. The jokes are brilliant. And the heart is sure. great. Sure. No, it's true. Yeah. But there, there needs to be some sort of <laughs> substance. Did you ever talk to would you, Well, you're in the room with Jamie Lee. Yes. And she was a writer on Crashing. Yes. And became one of the stars of Crashing. And you know, my experience with Jamie Lee, and I told her this, is when I joined this writer's room, my first time doing an American writer's room was on Ted Lasso, and I had researched as much as I could who these writers were going to be. And the only writer who was in the team, other than Jason and, and Brendan, uh, was Jamie that were, that I'd known from Crashes. So I was like, <laughs> oh, we, we got a star on the team. She's going to be a nightmare. That's what I'm assuming. I'm like, wow. oh, she's going to be difficult because yeah, yeah. she's used to being the star of it. And she thing. was. And she was a fucking nightmare. No, and she was so delightful and brilliant and lovely. And I said to her after we, I was like, i got to be honest with you, I had a, I, this is totally on me. I assumed you was going to be of really course. hard work because yeah. you're, you're from Crashes. <laughs> and she was a, brilliant and amazing. You bell-ended that so much. <laughs> no, Jamie's the best. And she, yeah. was, she was a great writer as well. And she kept writing on the show even when she was on the show. So she knew what it was like yeah. to be on a show and writing for the show. Boy, that's great. I love that. Well, I really enjoyed that. That ghost story is going to give me the chills Mm. while I'm paying my bills, as they say. That's that's the dream. What? Give us, before you go. Okay. Sorry. I'm just like, I don't want to wrap up. Give me your top five favorite films. Just do it. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, don't give me that. Just do it. Yeah, you know what it is. Just do it. Don't be tired of it. We're talking. Look, I can give you. I can give you two easy. Yeah. Singing in the rain. Okay. Don't look now. I would just rewatched Don't Look Now. I fucking love Don't Look Now. There is. I, I think, think it's the greatest film I've made. Really? I think objectively, it's not necessarily my favorite, but yeah. I think as a piece of film, it's really good. It's the shit. Don't. And that's all about time and fucking Don't consciousness. Look. Yeah. Weird. It was hard to watch because I have kids yeah, now. Kid, I think it must be. Hard. Yeah. But yes, Muppet Christmas Carol, number one. Muppet Christmas Carol, welcome to my dove show. <laughs> the most underrated Christmas movie the best of film. all time. The best film of all time. It's dark. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's smart. So funny. It's true to Dickens. So true to the best, best, best Carol of the, all the Christmases. It's the best Carol of all the Christmases. Yeah. We watch it sometimes twice in the Christmas season. Scary goes to Christmas past. This goes... Can I tell you something? Please. One of the greatest compliments I've ever been given. The ghost of Christmas present. Redhead. Yeah. Val goes, that's how you are. That's how I see you. Marry her. Yeah. If, if someone sees you. Marry when her. When they look at you and they see a seven foot Muppet ghost of yeah. abundance. Ghost is, he's not a ghost. He's just fun. He's present. He's so present. He's present. He can only last a day. He's a fly. Yeah, also, right. He can only last a day. That fucking orb of light came into your life and told you you were the guy's Christmas present from Upper Christmas Carol. I know. And you put a ring on it. I did. Quite right. That's right. Don't ever let her go. But also let her be free. I don't own her. You don't own her? I only want happiness for her. And if her happiness involves not being with you, then you fucking let her go, Pete. That's right. And if she comes back... If she comes back, I'm surprised. Because <laughs> she was going on some kind of journey, I was surprised it was so quick. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. Hit it. Christmas. Oh, Where are right. you loving? Where did I get to? Singing the Raid. Don't look down. Muppet Christmas Carol. Magnolia. 
I love Magnolia. Very dark movie, though. Sure. Uh, meaning it, it leaves me with like sort of a sad feeling. Hmm. The it's kid. A, the kid yeah, with the, the books. Kid, the kid's interesting sad. for all the stories. That's the one that hits you. The kid. Yeah. And yeah, I don't like the kid and his dad. Yeah, I don't you like need it. To be nice it's to the father me. wound. You need to be nice to me. Kills me every time. Great movie. My favorite fun fact about that movie: mm-hmm. when P.T. Anderson sat down to write it, he said, not knowing what it was going to be, he said, "I want to write a great movie." So to me, it speaks to have the goal. Like yeah, I want to make a, a great movie. Maybe you know this about Magnolia. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, skip forward a bit. Yeah, but it ends with frogs raining, raining from yeah. the sky. Yeah, and people are like, "What does that mean?" Etc. One of the things it means is, he said, P.T. Anderson. That when his father died, there was it was so incomprehensible and so incomputable, which I think means the same thing. Yeah, that he was like frogs may as well be raining from the sky. Love it. And frogs raining from the sky is only to us less weird than the things that do happen. Mm. But if it did happen, then that would just be another one of the things that happens. Yeah, you know what I mean. I do. Like every once in a while, there's an aurora borealis, and we're like, cool. Hmm. Might as well be frogs. What's that? I thought that was a nipple. No, that's... <laughs> Every once in a while, a nipple happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is one of those things that happen. The aurora borealis is the thing that happens over Alaska. It's lights. Oh, lovely. Spontaneous light show in the sky. Either either is great. In Japan, what's that? Either is great. <laughs> Both are awe-inspiring. Both the Aurelia and Borealis are great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. And because I watched Northern Exposure, I knew that there's some Japanese people travel to Alaska to have sex under the Aurora Borealis because it's believed that your child will be a genius. You know, there's no Northern Exposure without Twin Peaks. You know what Northern Exposure is? The hacks to Twin Peaks crashes. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. Because... The tone carried over? Because Northern Exposure is like a sort of more humorous, less mystical, weird Twin Peaks. Really? Yeah. And that's the one I watched. You went the fucking I watched Twin Peaks. Route. All right. Keep going. I My list is almost exclusively P.T. Anderson, by the way. Is it? Tied for first. Oh, and Magnolia's low on that list. There will be, uh, Yeah. And you know what's not on my list at all? Boogie Nights. Interesting. Thank you me. know why? why? Too mean. Is it mean? It's mean. Who's it mean to? Everybody. De- William H. Macy, they're having sex with his wife. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's character just being slowly assassinated the whole time. I'm going to be a big shining star! Crying. Yeah, but you going have empathy wrong... and it's so sad. The whole thing's so sad. And you and he's going it. to the wrong place. He's too yeah. dumb to know that he's in the wrong place. Mm. He thinks he's a big star. But he's... It's not. Burt Reynolds is trying to make a masterpiece and he makes a piece of shit. It's a sad movie. It is a sad movie. I, I'm not arguing with that, but I the don't know The Firecrackers? The Firecrackers is very distressing. The Master is sad too, but it's sad in a way that I can relate to. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But Boogie Nights is just, it's probably too close to the bone. Mm. A guy trying to go into show business yeah. to be a big shining star. Big I used too. to cry when he... <laughs> I used to cry when, uh, when he would say, I'm going to be a big shining star because mm. that's how I felt leaving Boston. I was like, you'll see. You'll be a big shining star. And then you're just on coke. Every night before you go on stage getting your dick out of the mirror. I'm going to go out there and be a big shining star. <laughs> That's it. And then RT pops his head in. You're on next. What the fuck are you doing? That's it. Put your dick away. That's right. Okay. One more. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. Have you seen Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah. Not, not really phased. Not seen it enough. It was all right, says Katie. 
<laughs> in the spirit of Muppet Christmas Carol, Kate is now dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when they reveal Tiny Tim, the little oh. crutch by the fire. Oh. I can't. The little cough. <laughs> oh, the little cough. The voice acting. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, okay, I'll tell you some of mine. Yeah, go. Are there any of these on your list? The Master and There Will Be Blood. Or there Will Be Blood will be. Tied, yeah, for sure. tied for first for me. Oh, lovely. The Assassination of Jesse James. Have you ever Great seen film. it? Great film. Great film. Underrated film. Great film. Where's all the Brad Pitt heads? They should yeah. be watching this. It's a great movie. Great movie. I'm trying to think of my other ones. It doesn't matter. Now I just want Good to Goodfellas? No. Okay. You know why? Ruined Two. by Dad. Uh, I won't like any movie that my dad was like obsessed with, and Goodfellas is definitely one of them. Vertigo, never seen it. I've seen some. I've seen some. Some Hitchcock, Psycho. Rewatched it. Sure, not that long. Vertigo is about how men and women, in a normative, heteronormative way, yeah, uh, are very men are incredibly can be manipulated, as in as in everything's a fantasy. Oh, Love is a fence. Nothing is real. It's, it's, it's all gonna, stories in I'm going to say something embarrassing. Go. thought it was about Vertigo. It's a tiny bit about Vertigo. And I was like, I don't want to be dizzy. <laughs> I'm letting you in. Okay. And I'm I, telling you, I, I see that. Vertigo. It's going by in the classics iTunes. Yeah. And you're like, and I'm why like, is this film so often talked about as the greatest film of all time? I don't want to be dizzy. When it's just about being dizzy. Is it talked about as the greatest film of all time? Often. Interesting. And there's a fair reason. It's very good. You go watch it twice. That's annoying for me. You have to watch it twice. Really? You have to watch it once for the plot and then twice for, oh, that's actually about this. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm into it. Okay, I'm going to download Vertigo. So much learning. Yeah. All right. So, um, right. get the fuck out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Vertigo. Oh, I found your key. Imagine if I had. I did find the key. Oh, okay. It was in here. It was in here. It was inside. Yeah, I had locked it in, as I often do. But that's why I have a spare key locked in a secret place. Thank you. Open it. Not in there. That's not a good feeling. Mm. All right, mate. All right, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, Paul. Cheers, Paul. Hey, Paul. Bob's your uncle. Paul. Cheers. I've left you a cake, mate. I don't know if it's your sort of cake. I did my best. (laughs) It's a flange. (laughs) When you did (laughs) know. Do you like flange? Anyway. Mark wasn't invited back. (laughs) I'm doing Paul's cake. I can't even do it. It turns out Paul Hollywood hates flange. <laughs> Brett was banned from the show after he made his second flange. <laughs> I'm silent laughing the whole time. So you haven't seen it, but you know that there's these sort of like pretty serious. This is my favorite voiceover. This is my yes. favorite comedy. Is I've never seen a great yeah. cake. Turns out the gingerbread cake wasn't up to the task. It fell apart under the scrutiny of Paul Hollywood. Like it's very like it's right. clearly it's different in tone from the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, and they yeah. describe it. It goes. Tom's cake is a bouillabaisse cherry marange with a with a Nutella spread of jimbob. Like there's always something I don't know. He's mixed margarine with the butter to horrific effect. I actually have a Great British Bake Off bit, which uh, I can't even remember it. It's been so long, but it was like they're always making bread. They're always trying to make focaccia, and then Paul always eats it, and he goes, "It's, it's uh, oh fuck." What is the other bread? I just had it. Oh, he goes, it's more of a ciabatta. 
<laughs> They're all. I don't know how you make a ciabatta. That's Just try funny. to make a focaccia and fuck up. You make ciabatta. That's funny. It's more of a ciabatta. Um, thank you. Thank you. I love this. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm I love a big this. Fan. Highlight of my day. Highlight of my day. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. Good luck with. See- I don't have to say it. What fun! You're helping me. You're, you've helped a lot of people. <laughs> Sweet. True. Thank you for helping our podcast. More people will listen. It's nice. Well, thank you for having me on it. People are already going to watch Ted Lasso. They can't help up. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I mean, I hope so. I hope they like it. No, I understand what you're saying, but I can say. You yeah. can't say. I'll say. We sort of have to watch it. Hmm. You're telling me Tiger King puts out a whole new season hmm. and it's that guy again? And it's we found all the footage from the seventies, and we're not going to watch. You have to watch it. Mm. It comes out and it's like bad news. It's like a busy week, and you're like, "Fuck!" That's how it is with Ted Lasso. Mm. Right? Cheers. Cheers. Would you say keep it crispy? Keep it crispy, son. Oi, Bob. Oi, Larry. I know you're happy, mate, but keep it crispy. <laughs> what a delight! Thank you. Thank you, man.